that the price of our sins is paid for in blood, that I shall be... I shall be a vagabond in the earth, and everyone that findeth me shall slay me. That's the one. Something in common. We're both Christian men. Except you're more of an Old Testament kind of guy, aren't you? The blood and the vengeance. The sweat and the spunk. I can smell it. I say, don't remember that one from Sunday school. Neither do I, but then I jumped ship. So you don't believe in God? Didn't say that. But I would like a fucking word. Ours is not to question why. No, because down here we get to do what we please. <laughs> Listening to the Buzz Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 163. Welcome to the Buzz Kill Podcast, where today's episode is Bad Boys, Bad Boys, What You Gonna Brew? That was lame. <laughs> that was <laughs> Real lame there, James. Why? Uh, what's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm lame James. There's no Justin here. Oh. We're by ourselves. That's weird this is, dead this, space. For for all the time that uh, I spend with you in quality one-on-one one time, mm-hmm. not one-on-one one time, that'd be... This is off to a great start. It's a banger start. <laughs> It's it's kind of awkward being in a room with you just by ourselves. Oh, I hate it. It's it's the worst. Yeah. I never realized how much I love Jay. Usually <laughs> usually when you and I are in the same room together, we're not we don't talk. Which is kind of the nice <laughs> that actually a, is very true. It's kind of the nice thing about our relationship is we don't really feel the need to talk to each other. Which no. is cool. It's like actually I, why you're one of my favorite people is because you never talk to me. Yeah, I can <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa. I can't tell you how many times I'll I'll go over to, to your place and I'll just come in and sit on the couch and you'll forget that I'm there for an hour. Oh yeah. Because I'll just start watching TV and yeah. you know, I, I always say that I have the um you know, in, in old uh, like nineties sitcoms and probably even ones now, uh you know, you always have like that uncle character that just kind of walks in the back door and just makes himself at home. Yeah. That's me. That's creepy that's, Uncle Mike. That's creepy Uncle Mike. <laughs> There was a time, it was like two hollow. Whoa, whoa, that, that hasn't one. happened in a while. <clears throat> no, it hasn't. It's because it's first time without Jay. The training mm, wheels are mm, off. Mm. So I've, I've reverted back to, actually, that, that wouldn't make sense. That must be. If I was growing out of it, I would, I don't know. I what, don't know. I don't know what you're saying, but it's uh, probably it, not it. Anyway, there was uh, two Halloweens ago, maybe? Uh, yes. Like, we left to go take our kids out trick-or-treating. You were already at my house. I was. And we came back home. I completely forgot you were there. And I walk in, just walk in. I'm getting the kids, you know, getting their costumes off and stuff. And I walk into the living room. And you're just sitting there. Oh, Mike is here. <laughs> and you watched like two movies while I, while we were gone. Yeah, you guys were up for a while that, that yeah. year. Yeah, I, I think I watched Halloween something. It wasn't. You watched the you watched the new Rocky Horror Picture Show, like oh, the, the remake. Yes, yes. Was that any good? By the way, um, I, I never watched it. I don't. No, no, it wasn't. 
I'm not gonna say that it was bad. It wasn't anywhere near as good as the original, though. Like the original is is it's it's like saying that the new Halloween movie was better than the original, right? Yeah. Loved it. Thought mm-hmm. it was great. It was a good updated version of it. Mm-hmm. You know, even Rob Zombies was a good updated version of it. But you're, it's never gonna be better than the original. Well, the ever. other the other thing I did watch a clip of it, and the other thing I didn't like about it was. They, so everybody who knows the Rocky Horror Picture Show that, you know, if uh, you go see it live, it's a very like immersive experience. Like everybody in the crowd has certain cues that they pick up on and they yell certain things. During the wedding, they throw rice. They throw rice and stuff. Yeah. They bring like super soakers for when it's raining and they squirt the actors. But the remake included that in the movie, didn't it? In the. Like you were actually seeing like, it was was almost like you were sitting in in that version of it. Yeah. 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 That's. That's kind of dumb, right? Yeah, I don't know. I thought so. I no, I don't. Was it kind of cool? I I only saw one clip of it. I've only seen it the one time, and and this was like years ago, uh, so like two years ago. So I forget what it was like. To be honest with you, I don't remember it being so bad though. Um, I thought it was kind of an interesting play on it. But yeah, I guess I gotta. I should probably sit down and watch it sometime. Yeah, Eh, you don't need to. Yeah, you know, Vito told me just watch the original. Vito, have you ever seen the movie Shock Treatment? Yeah, so I um I actually bought Vito that. uh, Oh, you did? Yeah, because he he had mentioned that he had wanted to see it. I bought it for him, and uh, I I also own it on uh, VHS. Mm -hmm. I tried watching it. It's not my bag. Oh, really? Yeah, the the songs just don't grab me the way that uh, Rocky Horror does. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I don't know. We maybe, were talk- maybe I need to give it another shot. But how were we talking about yesterday? This is the bad thing about Snap. Talking to people on Snapchat is, uh, y- I forget what I'm talking about. Like so. Oh, I. Ha- I was I'll- just gonna pick up my phone and go. What were we talking about? Why were we even talking about musicals? And I don't remember. I'm sorry, Vito. I don't remember. But uh, <laughs> Snapchat, it's gone. Yeah. So no, I'll never awful. know. It's awful. unless he hears this and he tells me why we're talking about there's it. There's a there's a setting that you can do. I don't know why we're talking about Snapchat now. There's uh-huh. a setting that you can do where it stays for like 24 hours. I th- you can save but, conversation too, well, yeah. which kind then of defeats the purpose, though. right? This is like when you, when you get the the snap, Ooh, oh baby, and then you save it, and they know it. Oh. <laughs> or when you take a screenshot of a snap. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, um, all you gotta do is take out your backup phone and then just take a picture of your phone. Yeah, exactly. Get who, out your who, get out your razor. Who doesn't have their <laughs> their their phone that they watch all their porn on? Your burner phone. Then. <laughs> <laughs> it's the porno burner phone. It's uh, <laughs> it's called burner because you might get gonorrhea from holding it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good possibility. Um, good so possibility. what's going on? What have you been up to? Oh, not a whole lot. Just uh, I've been working a shit ton lately. So I've had like no time to do anything. We're recording this on a Friday night. Have you been um, stacking pape? Uh, kind of. Oh, cool, man. I mean, That's good. Not really being that I'm spending way more than I should be on Christmas. Oh, the holidays. So it's like I'm stacking pape, but I'm also wrapping it. Like I might as well just be wrapping people. You're wrapping presents in, in, in stacks of pape. That's pretty wow. much, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be... A baller move. I gotta though. be honest though, they could pay me in wrapping paper, and that actually might not be a terrible thing. <laughs> wrapping paper can get fucking expensive. Wrapping paper is expensive. <laughs> we say that everyone listening goes, "It's like five dollars." <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> it's five dollars for colorful paper, though. Exactly. And, I could just, I and, could, I could get one of those rolls of craft paper for like a dollar and have my kids color all over it, and then I save a bunch of money. I also don't get no pussy paper either. I gotta get the good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like themed <laughs> was, for different people. I was confused for a second. I was, pussy paper? What? <laughs> well, I've been married for almost 10 years. I don't know what pussy paper is. <laughs> I'm just wrapping all of my gifts in dental dams. <laughs> 
That pussy paper. <laughs> That's what's going on. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, no, other than that, though, I've just been working. Like I said, we are recording this on a Friday night because our entire rest of the week was completely booked up. This is the nice thing, sort of, about recording at my place now is that if we need to kind of switch a day, there's only two of us that we have to work around, which is actually kind of nice. Or if we need to go late so into the night. fuck off, Jay. If it takes us. <laughs> no. No. I do want to get. I, I do like the I miss, idea of getting a cardboard cutout, though. Just just having them sit here. <clears throat> we should have even maybe just set up the Chucky doll with some cans on it. <laughs> there we go. Just to feel a and presence, then it, you and know. Then it just starts talking, and we're both completely <laughs> fucking creeped out by it. Uh, well, not creeped out. I would run screaming, you know. Yeah. Or try to make friends with him. Is. Uh, I'm Chucky. Want to play? No, I mean and like do it for forty minutes over and over. I mean like Charles Lee you. Ray. Like if he came to life right here, I'd be like, dude, you could kill me, or, you know, we could be pals, and we could do stuff together. I feel like he'd be a pretty good host. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he would be. Oh yeah, It'd be fun. To Great talk sense to. of humor. <laughs> what about you? What are you going to? Uh, not too much. Just kind of getting ready. We got a. We have a. Our party coming up this Sunday. We do. We a couple do. Days. Getting my menu together. Well, my portion of the menu. Yep. You got your $90, $90 cut of beef in the uh, gold know, fridge over there. I'm not there. sure why you fucks are worth it, but... <laughs> We're not. I can tell you, we are not. It's a thing but that I, happens. I do appreciate it. Dude, I uh, everybody I've encountered in the last couple of days has been so delightful. Like, meaning? Not you, but... Um, <laughs> I was going to say, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> I've just... <clears throat> the last couple of days... I made a friend with uh, I made friends with an old lady at Meyer the other day in the liquor aisle of all places of okay. course I sh- I told her how to make homemade Baileys and oh. she thought I was the shit and nobody ever tells me that I'm the shit so I was like so it felt pretty good I mean your wife calls you a piece of shit does that I mean does that count <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like <laughs> so one, one foot in one foot out <laughs> yeah I, as long as I remember it in my mind as her just saying the shit and not a piece of shit um and then I told her, like I told her why I why I was there. I was picking out bottles for our bottle exchange that we're mm-hmm. doing, and she's like, oh, "Shit, I gotta get one." She was so impressed with everything I said. Like, I was like, "Oh, I, you know, I made homemade Bailey's last year. It was so good." And she's like, "Homemade? How do you? How would you even do that?" And I was like, "So I pulled out the recipe and I showed her." And she's like, "Well, my heavens!" She's like, "I have every one of these." I have every single one of these things at home except for the whiskey. So she walks over and grabs a bottle of whiskey. She's like, now how do I find this? So I showed her how to Google something, you know? Oh, she's screwed. <laughs> she's not going to remember. Come on. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, and then I told her about how we what, do the... What aisle is the internet on? <laughs> I'm looking for the interwebs. Uh, so then I told her about the bottle exchange, mm-hmm. and she thought that was the coolest idea ever. And is then this some, old lady like a lush? I don't know. She sounds awesome. No, well, I, she said she could drink a whole bottle of Bailey's by her. Like, she's like, when I buy that stuff, nobody else gets it. It's mine. <laughs> she's like, I could drink the whole bottle in one sitting. And I was like, go on, Granny. And um, I mean, you'd have heartburn probably and die most likely in your sleep. But uh, She's probably hoping for it at, <laughs> at this stage in her life. But then somebody else walked up, and she just goes, she goes, this man's got just the most interesting life. And I was like, I only told you two <laughs> things, and both of them involved me drinking liquor. And she's like, just the most interesting life. And I was like, oh, thanks. All right. Cool. Uh, who else did I encounter? Oh, I went to buy bread today. I went to, so Kroger, Kroger, uh, it's the night, you know, the nice one on, on 13 yeah, Mile yeah. on Little Mac. Uh, they got the sushi place. They got the the cheese bar, the olive the bar, ass, the bomb ass Kroger shoes. Yeah, uh, sushi, sushi sandwiches. Shushu, yeah, sushi sh- sandwiches. Sh- uh, 
Um, so it's a nice one. So I go over to the bakery and I'm like, I just need, I told them what I need. And these people talk to me about bread for five minutes, which doesn't sound like a long time, except for when you're talking about bread for five minutes, it kind of is, a, it, it is a long time, but I wasn't bored because they were so excited about bread. I was like, oh you my God, I'm bread I was, bored. I was, <laughs> I was so happy to be talking to these people about bread. I, <laughs> I really was. You have the most interesting life in the world. I do. No, it's just it was it was just that they were delightful. And then I was walking down one of the aisles, and this guy comes walking toward me, huge smile on his face for no reason. He wasn't with anybody, and I look at him and like because he's smiling, I I'm start I start to smile because it's infectious, you know. And he just looks at me and he goes, "Yeah, all right, man." And I was like. <laughs> Yeah, cool. And then I, I, so I went and did my shopping, and then I was walking back the other way, and he's walking back toward me again. Mm-hmm. And he's got a bottle of wine in each hand, and he holds them out like this, like he's like so happy to have two bottles of wine. And he's like, yeah, and then just keeps walking. That I was guy, like, Dude. that guy's going to have a night. So everybody, everybody I've encountered in the last couple of days has just been awesome. I have a confession to make. You're talking about the bread. Mm-hmm. You know the automatic bread slicer machine. Yeah, it intimidates the hell out of me. Why? I always go to buy my bread. And then I'll look, I'll have I'll have the bread in my hand and I'll look at the slicer <laughs> and I'll stand there for like a minute and and, fa- and fail not. There's always going to be somebody over there and they're like, do you need help? And they give this weird look like because they see me awkwardly staring at this piece of machinery. <laughs> and I'm like, they're like, do you need help? I go, no, I'm good. And then I just get weird and walk away. Are you serious? <laughs> so you never, you know, you could just take the loaf home and slice it yourself, right? That's what I do. Oh. <laughs> you think I just eat the whole you've loaf never, of bread? You've never, you've never. Well, I mean, how would I make sandwiches? Just take two loaves and put them together. Well, I just thought you meant like you just go without bread. No, you know, no. like I'm. T- <laughs> so <laughs> it's not that hard, you know. You just put it in, and then you lower the I, thing, and I then just it never used it. It looks intimidating to me. I don't know. All right, we'll go next time together, and you I'll show my, you how my to bread use teacher? it. Bread teacher. Yeah, appreciate yeah, that. it's pretty simple. All right, let's get off the topic of bread. We haven't only been talking about bread. I was talking about it, delightful it, people. It feels like we've been talking about bread for at least the last like three minutes. Okay, whatever, That's man. That's probably true. Yeah. Um, well, there is one other thing. Have, did you hear about the big accident this morning? I did not. This is weird. There's there's a few weird things about this. So we live on Kelly Road right here, yeah. right? So uh, Aaron leaves for work usually around 5.45 a.m. Isn't that gross? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she was she was getting ready this morning and... All these things kept popping up where she's like, oh, I really got to get going to work. I shouldn't straighten my hair today, but she straightened her hair. And she's like, oh, I really got to get going, but I'm going to stop and leave James a note real quick about something that he's got to do. And then a couple other things like that happened that held her up. And then she finally goes to leave. And as the garage door is opening, she hears the sound of like metal scraping on metal. It's weird. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, she thought it was the garage door getting caught on something. And then as she backs out of the driveway, she's looking, and she sees my neighbor Joe, two houses down. His truck is, like, sideways in his driveway, like, up on his lawn. <clears throat> and uh, there's a car driving away. And then there's another car across the street with, like, two people getting out of their car and, like, looking around. Like, Did they what hit the fuck is your going neighbor's on? car? So... She didn't know what was going on, so she she leaves and she goes down. She hits that Seven Eleven at the end of the corner, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a car facing her way on Kelly. So somehow that car got spun around and was facing her way now on Kelly. She didn't know what was going on, so she just kept driving. Uh, the tow truck was there this morning when I was putting my kid on the bus, so I went over and I talked to uh, Joe and his wife, 
And apparently, and I actually, I, I walked over here and I, I saw some of the carnage on the way over here. Some, uh, I don't know if it was a guy or a, a girl, but um, like, f- you know, 5.45 this morning, they were driving down Kelly and swerved, took out a bunch of mailboxes, swerved oh, up shit. onto the lawn. They drunk? Don't know. And then they got to Joe's, hopped the curb, curb smashed his truck. Oh. Like the whole fucking side of it was smashed in, pushed it up into the lawn and then took off again. And then you could see the track marks, like it took off, but almost swerved all the way over to the other side. Also hit Joe's neighbor's car as well. And then somehow ended up down by 7-Eleven, spun around with its wheel off. And they had to resuscitate the person. So I don't know if it was, it might've been a medical emergency of some kind. That could definitely be. But it was messed up. But then, so the weird thing is Aaron texted me and, and then she called me. Uh, to tell me like there's something messed up going on and the last time we had something like this happen earlier this summer somebody actually there was a fugitive afterward because somebody jumped out and ran away from the cops during a hit and run you know so she was worried she's like yeah just be on alert just in case there's some weirdo running around but before she called me i was actively having a dream about wrecking your honda element and the, Why would you have such? I have no idea. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> we were going camping or something. We were going. We were going somewhere, and I had to borrow your car to go pick some stuff up. And so I went to a loading dock at a store or something. And the because that's there where was, you go to pick up stuff. Sure, sure. And there was <laughs> snow on the ground, and I just started sliding toward this pole, and I was just. I didn't do anything about it. I was just like, well, fuck, I'm gonna hit this thing. So I smashed in the entire front of your Honda Element, and. I told her about that, and she's like, you must have subconsciously heard the wreck outside. But I was I was thinking, I was like, if that is true, and, you know, because you know how sometimes you'll incorporate what's going on outside of yeah. your dreams in your dreams? I said, if that was true, then it would, I that would border on, like, precognition. Because I would have had to set up the entire storyline leading up to the crash before the actual crash happened. So or, I think I might be psychic? No, probably yeah, not. Probably not. Yeah, that's probably it. Because you have no idea when it happened. You could have been hearing it and... No, that's not right. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I'm psychic. I'm, there's, only, there's, only but, one, there's only one takeaway from the story that makes any sense, though, but, is that I'm just happy that I'm not the only one that still dreams about my Honda. <laughs> that's, that's my takeaway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What a great car it was. And you know that Justin crashed my Honda? Yeah, yeah J-Rod. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. When we were camping, he... Yeah. he Drove into one of those uh, uh, fire pits in a, in a state campground. Yeah, totally. Fucking asshole, Justin. He ain't here to defend himself anymore. <laughs> well, my my main takeaway is that I'm really glad that whatever held my wife up this morning held her up because if she would have left, you know, 30 bow, seconds chicka, earlier. Bow, bow. For fuck's sake, Mike. I'm trying to like <laughs> say that I'm thankful for that my wife not getting hurt. Yeah. Okay. All right. Brown chicka. <laughs> You're an asshole. Speaking of uh, getting laid, let's get into some corrections. Yeah. That works. That's a good segue. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right. um, I only have one correction from last week. Oh, nice. That's it. What is it? Bonnie and Clyde was from 1967, not the 70s. Oh, okay. That was it. I have not a correction, but um, just something to say. You're going to kill me by the end of tonight. (laughs) I'm going to. You're right. <laughs> Mike is uh, Mike is learning the software, you know, as we go, and I keep making fun of him. <laughs> yeah, because you could do so much of a better job. Well, uh, I have told you so far how to do like five things. So I'm glaring at you right now. Nobody can see it. I'm just staring a this hole. This is why we need cameras. 
<laughs> or you know what we should do? <laughs> this should be our new thing. Like from here on out, from uh, you know, when we pick up new listeners that just started our new episode, we'll say because you know I'll watch I'll watch podcasts and stuff on uh, on YouTube, and they'll be like, if you're uh, if you're watching this. Then you can see what's going on, but if you're just listening to this, then blah blah blah. And we should say that all the time, and then people will go out and search for the videos, but they're nowhere. The only problem with that is that no one's going to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, people will do it. People will do it because um, we'll talk about doing really ridiculous shit. That's true. I do want to get a video component at some point. In time, yeah, we should, but, but we'll see. Um, anyway, yeah. So that's like I said. That's the only correction that I had. Now I will say this: um, Vito very, so helpfully pointed out that. Um, it didn't sound like either one of us actually watched the Bye Bye Man, <laughs> and that we, and then John, who watched it with us, apparently thought that we got a whole bunch of stuff wrong, which yeah. is very, very possible. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and just say the last episode, <clears throat> the one thing that we did get right is that that movie sucked. Yeah. Everything else, total wash. Yeah, just call it a wash. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. If you really want to fact check us, watch it on your own and call us out, and we'll disagree with you. Yeah, because we have really no rebuttal to it. I I was gonna tell John, like John, send us you know timestamps and stuff that we got wrong, but then I was like, man, this is gonna be a laundry list. Yeah. So yeah. no. And who knows if he's even right? Yeah. Who knows? Probably not. Probably not right. Yeah. He I was mean, he was drinking too, wasn't he? He was. Were we drinking? I don't remember. We were. Oh, yeah, yeah we were. You don't, oh, you don't yeah. remember because we were, we were really drinking, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a reason why we probably didn't remember it. Yeah, that happens. It does happen. Um, All right. Well, okay. hey. So what are we doing this week? What are we doing this week? Uh, this week we're talking about bad boys, bad boys, what you going to brew? Uh, so we're watching Will Smith and Martin Lawrence movies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish that we did. Oh, me too. Because that new movie yeah, looks Yeah, the new dumb. one's coming out. looks so good. Um, uh, so we talked about a couple movies that take place in police precincts. Correct. And, uh, you know. I'm going to grab the beer. All kinds of crazy Keep things. these people. Oh, God. You're really putting me on the spot here. Uh, all Just all kinds of wacky shenanigans that happen when uh, when bad stuff happens in precincts. Like, when you leave, I use words like shenanigans. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> oh, uh, my. Look at what's that. that uh, what's that restaurant you like to go to? <laughs> Shenanigans. Oh. <laughs> All right. So from... Oh, that's that's crazy that I just quoted Super Troopers because the beer <clears throat> I was originally looking for today was from Petoskey Brewing, and it's called Super Troopers. Oh. And it had like a police badge on it and the whole deal. Yeah, I've never had... Have you had that before? No, but apparently it's out of season now, so I couldn't um, get it. So I had to go with this one. I think this one still works. This but, does uh, work. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to look at... Uh, why don't you say what it is? And I'm going to look it Well, did up. you say what movies we were talking about? Oh, no. Not yet. Uh, so we watched uh, a movie called Incubus starring the legendary Robert Englund. And then also... Oh, I thought you were going to say the legendary uh, Joey Fatone. The, le- <laughs> the legendary Joey Fat One. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the Fat One from NSYNC. Uh, yes. It's actually pretty accurate, actually, isn't it? Yeah. I like Joey. I do <laughs> like... As do I. I do like Joey Fatone. He, he was the Fat One from NSYNC, though. Let's be honest. Um... <laughs> And then also a movie called Let Us Pray, uh, starring the incomparable Pollyanna McIntosh, who I just fucking love. So yeah. we'll get into that later. Yes. Um, so the beer that we are drinking is uh, from Oddside Brewing. We've had some Oddsides here. We have. Uh, this one's called Caged Wisdom, because all of the, uh, you know, they both, both movies took place in a police precinct, and there was jails. Yeah. We were behind bars. Uh-huh. So uh, Caged Wisdom, this is a brute IPA. What is, what is a brute? When he says it could brute something, what does that even mean? Brute, you like, like, brute. Oh, it's buff, I, it's buff IPA. Why yeah, did they yeah, just like, say that? I, I don't know. That's, that's dumb. Because they need to, <laughs> I, I actually have no idea what that means. Maybe, I know it's a style of Maybe brewing, somebody but... out there can uh, clue us in. So here we go. Cage Wisdom from Oddside Ales. 
Odd side, if you don't know what it is, it's very cool. They usually uh, they have a lot of um, kind of strange combination, like mm-hmm. flavor combinations in their uh, their repertoire. Hence the word odd. Odd side. So this is Cage Wisdom, yet another new IPA style, fermented very dry. I think that's what brute is. It's dry because oh. like brute champagne oh, is yep, very dry. Yep. That makes sense. Um, fermented very dry with almost no residual sugar, along with retained bitterness. Showcase the full flavor and aromas of the hops, finishing clean and crisp. Ooh. 6.8% ABV. It's under the label of hoppy beers. Why did you, like, sing that? 6.8% <laughs> ABV. 6.8% ABV. Because <laughs> that's my... Uh, now the Jay's... like uh, Rod. Was it, was it Rod on The Price is Right who uh, tells you what the uh, prizes <laughs> is <it> are? Roddy? <laughs> Roddy. The, the, the old guy was, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Why two of us doing this now? I'm still sad. Know, yeah, I'm is... gonna be saying this all episode, probably for the next like couple weeks. Yeah, this is bullshit. Stop touching your nipple. It was weird. I was itching my chest. Like, right here. This is where do you think my nipples are? <laughs> this is like two inches from my neck. Well, mine are all over the place. So I... <laughs> Cheers. Oh boy. Cheers. Ooh, man, that's good. Um. Hi. Hi. Uh, we're back. What was that? Uh, that was that was the sound of three days passing us by. I feel like I've lived <laughs> so much in the past so, 10 seconds. We've, eat, we've eaten so much steak in the last few days. Oh, my God. And we've drank so much wine in the past few days. Oh my goodness. That um, was wild, wasn't it? it? This is like time travel. It really is. It's the closest we'll ever get to time travel. So if, uh, if, you, were, <laughs> if you saw our, our Instagram story that we posted... Uh, when we were recording that last bit that you just heard, the last, I don't know, half an hour, whatever it's been, uh, we, right outside my uh, my place here, uh, a car decided to, I'm assuming, drive drunk, because why would you uh, run away from the scene? Uh, but something happened. It just and seems like the thing to do. It does, right? You know? uh, anyway, they wrapped their, uh, their Ram truck around a cable pole, and uh, it was no longer upright. And uh, we were we it was it was nice though it led to a nice candlelit uh, <laughs> candlelit hang session. It's very romantic. We had apps. Uh-huh. We made mushrooms. Yep. And uh, we ate mushroom caps. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we played trivia. Played slash cards. Um. There was there was drinks, maybe a little sex. There was it was it was, it was a very good night. What was that second part? What's up? No. What's up? Uh, after drinks. Uh, we played sticks. Oh, pickup sticks. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, I forgot about that. <laughs> I you got me really drunk that night. Um. Yeah, I don't remember much of it either, so <laughs> pick up sticks. Um, <laughs> or just played swords, either or. <laughs> so we did, uh, we went uh, we went down to the end of the street because we saw that the cops were out looking for whoever ran away. Mm-hmm. So, because that's the smart thing to do, is you, you go towards where somebody could be on the loose. Yeah, line, yeah. Right? That's, yeah. So we went out and we raked some muck. <laughs> <laughs> I, Mike, uh, I, I, I had always heard the term muckraker, but mm-hmm. I had never, I never knew what it was. Yeah, muckraker, it's a, it's, it, it, to my knowledge, like, I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, someone correct me, but uh, a muckraker is a person that goes out basically looking for newsworthy stories, and they get there like on the first, and they film it with their phones, they get the first scoop, and they sell it to like news corporations or, you know, the new, local news channel, you know, whatever. Is so, that what, uh, is that what the movie, I've never seen Nightcrawler, Night is exactly that what it's what it about? Is. Okay. Yep. I, yeah. Like I said, to the best of my knowledge, that's exactly what that's about. But uh, yeah, so we were we hung out down there for a while, and uh, yeah, so it's weird. It was the very first week that we uh, were on our own without Jay, and everything <laughs> completely just goes wrong and shuts down on us. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly like it. But should it be, wasn't right? our fault. It was not our so, fault. So 
So That's we, very true. So we're still doing all right here. We're still doing good. So and is, hopefully this is actually recording. It it looks like it is at least. Yeah. So so fast forward, uh, fast forward a little couple of days. It is now Monday night, uh-huh. and we promised that we were going to get this finished and uploaded hopefully before midnight tonight. That's oh, really? the plan. I don't oh. know. I don't know that it's going to happen. We but, might be able, to. but it'll be up before like one for yeah, sure. Yeah. So. Um, uh, but we've got some fresh beers. We've we got do. some fresh scotch. We I've do. got a fresh coffee. Well, uh, we went to a party. We did on our off time. We went we to did. a Christmas party. That was lovely. Drank a lot of wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've I've binged uh, DC superhero movies for the last two days. Cool. I watched three. Would you Would you watch? <laughs> I watched. Uh, I rewatched the Batman v Superman, the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. I watched Suicide Squad, it. the Extended Edition. Never seen it. And I watched uh, Justice League. Never seen it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. Unpopular <laughs> opinion. Those movies all have really, really bad parts of them. Suicide Squad's barely redeemable. There's some good parts in it. Yeah. But Jared Leto's Joker is just the shit stain oh, on the dude. entire DC universe. I watched... It made me physically... And I had seen it once when it first came out, <laughs> but I saw the theatrical version. So the, the extended cut has way more Joker in it. Yeah. And every single time that he was on screen, I was like clenching up. I was getting mad because he's so bad. And it sucks. I like Jared Leto. He's a good actor. Yeah. Well, and uh, I mean, he's kind of a douche these days. But, uh, I, you know, once my wife hears that, she's going <laughs> to crucify me. But uh, I, I like him. But man, I I watched like a super cut of all of his, all of his parts from from that movie because I haven't seen the movie. I'm not super interested in watching it, honestly. I'll get around to it someday. But, oh, God, crazy. The ending is good. I'll give it that. So like, the ending, his the ending parts comes back are just around, awful. Yeah. No, they're terrible. terrible. So, anyway, what else do we do the past couple of days? Anything? Not really. No. We went to a party. Had, yeah. a, had a party that fell apart pretty much completely, and then we had to rebuild it. But that's a whole other story for another time. Yeah. Or never. Basically, just some of our friends didn't show up. It's... That's Mike's idea of something falling apart. Well, yeah. Oh, we also had to move had venues to move at the last yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That turned out all right. Whatever. Okay, so where were we? Were, we were just cracking our beers. Uh, yeah. So I, you deleted some stuff that I didn't know you were going to delete. So what were we talking no, about? No, I didn't. Oh. No, that's exactly where we left off. Oh, was it? Yep. Well, here, I, let's... I literally didn't edit anything other than, uh, you know. Well, we did the responsible thing the other night, and when the power went out and we were sitting by candlelight, Having a romantic mandate, mm-hmm. uh, we did save two of our caged wisdoms. We did those right there. So, uh, so we're gonna pick up pretty much exactly where we left off. Yeah. So, cheers again. So you Bill. get to hear us drink twice. Mm. <laughs> still good. It's still delicious. It's really good. It's absolutely <clears throat> delicious. I think I've, I feel like my voice sounds hoarse compared to Monday. You think so? That's why I said I've I've lived a lot in the last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we did drink a lot of wine yesterday. We did. <clears throat> Not as much as in years past, though. No. You, uh, well, there's also, there also only half of us there. That's true. Yeah. I think our first year, we killed 16 bottles. Last year was 14 and a half, and I think we only did like six or seven, maybe. No, we did way more than that. Uh, did we? Nine or ten, at least. That's I not think. that bad, then. No. That's not bad at all. For eight people, it's pretty so, good. Uh, so, Brute IPA. Mm. It's good. It's um, I we think we, we were talking about this. Uh, I don't know if it was off air or what, but uh, you know, Brute, it's like a, it's like a dry wine. To get drier IPA. So dry. It's delicious though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, very no, good. It, I like it. Yeah, it's super good. It's um, it's not, not not a whole lot of bite to it, but it's but it's flavorful. Yeah, all those things. Well, all right. Uh, <laughs> this has gone on for long enough. Yes, it has. What do I? I can't even remember where we left off. Did we already do corrections? Uh, we did corrections. We did. Yes, yeah. That comes okay. Before this part. <laughs> 
All right. Oh, you know what? I think it's time. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do for this. I still haven't been able to get a hold of Jimmy Tony. Oh. Um, his I, family has been calling me, so they're, they don't know where he is either. They're a little bit worried. Um, yeah. Growing yeah, concerned. Yeah, and you and Jay, uh, I, no, he, dude, he was, he, he was, you haven't heard from him. He was totally fine. Okay. It was, um, yeah, we got along great that day. Okay. So, uh, now I know you still watched the movie though. I did. So, and you watched it for the first time as well. I did actually, cause this is one of the very few ones that I hadn't seen. So I joined you while, uh, while you watched it. Yeah. And uh, so I think you know we've been doing this for so many weeks. If 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 Jimmy Tony is just miraculously, I mean, uh, unfortunately not here, mm-hmm. then I, we, I can we, we still should... use the intro music? Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, we'll still put Let's it in. It. It's Jimmy Tony's marvelous minute. Well, all right. Uh, this week, you guys, or well, me and you rather, watched yeah. uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh huh. And this was a, this was your first time seeing it, it was. as well, it's, right? It's one of the very few. I haven't seen this one. I haven't seen Captain Marvel or the latest Spider Man. Oh, okay. I so figured I would the, wait on them. So for we the rest of this, we're we're in it together. Pretty much, except for uh, Endgame. It's the only other one that I've seen. Oh yeah. So you so. skipped a couple and then watched Endgame. Well, yeah. Come on, man. That was the biggest movie of the summer. You think I wasn't going to go see it? Yeah. Come on. Doesn't yeah. it, isn't there spoilers for the movies that you missed? No. Not at all. What? Nope. All right. Well, uh, I don't take the uh, the very thorough notes that Jimmy Tony takes, and I also don't no, have no new uh, business ventures or business venture, uh, uh, or no. uh, uh, specialty brews you're no, brewing nothing, possibly in the in the prison bathtub. Nothing to speak of. I'm not as interesting as he is. Oh, I mean, you heard. I mean, the, I knew you, that already, but you heard the old la- like the the old lady at Meyer. The most interesting thing I've ever done is home make my own Bailey's. <laughs> so, well, so, you, so that's kind of like bathtub wine. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it must run in the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you also make it in your toilet? Did you leave that part out from telling the lady? Oh, the toilet. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, that's how you get that extra kick. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have any of the obvious Southern charm that Jimmy Tony has or any of the uh, the quippy Southern idioms or anything like that. But, mm-hmm. uh, so, it's, it's, Can you it's, at least try to do it in Jimmy Tony's voice? <clears throat> uh, I've never tried his voice before. I think I think, <clears throat> hey hey what's going on there? Nah, 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 no, nah, it's no nah, good, is it? No. Um, okay, so so what'd you think of the movie then? Let's pretend that we have a minute on the clock. Okay, what'd you uh, think of it? I liked it a lot. It so was fun. I. It was a it was a good break from uh, after inf- uh, inf- Infinity, in- War. Infinity War. Yep. After Infinity War being as dramatic Intense. as it was, and just like everybody dying, mm-hmm. uh, it was a nice little break. Go, like a, going going little... back to Paul Rudd and his you know. I, li- I like Paul if, Rudd a lot. He's super funny to oh, me. Oh, yeah, as do I. I. I never expected to see him in a superhero role. So, But he was, kills it. Yeah, he totally does. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a, he's great for the part. Even more reason that I'm excited to see him in Ghostbusters. But we'll get to that in the news. Oh, I have to watch the trailer still. You son of a bitch. I've been busy today, dude. Um, anyway. So, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was cool. Ghost was an awesome, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not really a villain. She was just sort of misunderstood. Yeah, she she reminded me a lot of, like, the uh, the, the cover character from, like, the old uh, Tom Clancy Splinter Cell oh, games. yeah, the like, mask. With the mask, yeah. yeah. her mask was so cool. But a, but she, a white costume is always dope. Yeah, yeah, and and the fact that she was called Ghost, Mm -hmm. just so cool. Totally not fine at all. She wasn't. Not at all. Oh, no. Definitely not fine. No, no, she was... She was and the ex- as, the was English accent no as butt ugly as you can possibly yeah, imagine. Yeah, the, the accent. Her parents was, must be so just yeah. disappointed. Right, the accent wasn't <laughs> super hot at all. 
<laughs> no, nothing about no, it. No part of her. Nothing about it did anything for me. No. Larry Fishburne, it's cool to see him in there. He was fine. Uh, he was fine. <laughs> uh, what else? It was just fun, man. Yeah. It's just a it, it's just a fun uh, fun movie. Like the 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 gimmicks that they do, like the Pez mm-hmm. throwing the Pez out the back of the door and then blowing it up to the it's size almost, of a truck. It's almost uh, like Deadpoolish. Yeah, in, yeah. In a certain way, it's got that, that more that comedic whole, charm. That especially you know, that whole chase scene when um, when Scott ends up blown up. Oh yeah. To, you know he's big, and then he's using the the truck as like a a scooter sort of. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. I thought. Yeah, everything. So, so uh, good movie. Yeah, it was great. What would you? I loved uh, it. What kind of a rating would you give it? Rating, um, geez, I should Chris Jordan scale or Jimmy Tony scale? Uh, well, Jimmy Tony uh, now uses the Chris Jordan scale. Oh, does he? Yeah, I didn't know he switched yeah, over. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say. So it happens. This is what happens when you have IBS as bad as you and you're always <laughs> in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> I'm gonna say I can't really think of a lot that I didn't like about it. I'm gonna give it so I'm gonna give it like a seven point eight nine. I'm pretty close to you. Being that it's not uh you know, now that we have the the Avengers movies that set the bar real high, mm-hmm. you know, like like the Avengers movies to me are like tens. Like they're they're perfect movies. <clears throat> in yeah. my perfect superhero movies. Sure, rather. sure. So this one though I would say like a solid seven or eight. Like, you know, it's a good more bite sized kind of piece of a movie. Yeah. You know, and doesn't have a thousand different characters in it. Bark, 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 bark. Oh, oh no, it's those sounds from hell. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree though, totally. Every yeah, everything about it is super fun. Uh it's hard to, you know, you're living in the shadow of the Avengers movies. Yeah. But it's a good break from the Avengers yeah, movies. I agree. So. so we liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. All right, man, that was that was that went so much better than with Jimmy than with Jimmy Tony. Yeah. I tell you what, man. Well, he's a talker. Know, he's a talker. I don't know why you invited him on here to begin with. We're gonna but uh wasn't it you? No. Oh, it was my idea. It wasn't me. Yeah. Trust me, that wasn't my idea. Well, I still think it was a good idea. Well, anyway, that was... I think I think he's uh, a favorite of many listeners. And I we probably definitely haven't over- lost listeners because of him. I think that you're overestimating. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, wherever, wherever, Jimmy Tony, wherever you are, I hope that um, I hope that you're living your life flying in the wind. That's... That's, that's nice of you. Yeah. Okay, cool. so uh, right. that's what we're drinking. That's, that's what, what we're, we're talking, talking about. about. Don't do my part. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the bleed feed. All right. All we, right. Uh, we got a couple of, couple of deaths. Uh-oh. A couple of guys uh, are no longer with us. Uh, and we're going to start with uh, rest in peace to Claude Earl Jones. Uh, Claude Earl Jones, uh, if you didn't know who he was, he was a character actor, mm-hmm. not James Earl Jones. You gave me a look. I'm just thinking. I don't Claude, believe he's related either. Claude well, no, because he's white, so not Jean, related. <laughs> it's, it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's what? And James Earl Jones. Jean-Claude Van Damme. I did that on purpose. Oh, yeah, sure. Totally. Um, so rest in peace to Claude Earl Jones. You would know him best, uh, probably from Bride of Reanimator. He played Lieutenant Chapman. Uh, Herbert West kills him and then brings him back to life. He's okay. like the sheriff or the, the, the cop in the movie. Yeah. Um, he was also in uh, Dark, Knight of the Star- uh, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, as well as the 80s movie Evil Speak, which I'm pretty sure you've seen Evil Speak before, haven't you? Evil Speak? Yeah. 
Uh, I've not seen it. I always assumed I? I that it was know. about an evil speaking spell. <laughs> that's that's just what I'm assuming. But um, yeah, so he was 86 years old. He uh, passed away from complications from dementia. Oh, but uh, he had been he had been in a ton of stuff though. His uh, you know only a couple of genre films, but uh, his his career was pretty lengthy. So yeah, uh, I'm looking. I do. I definitely do recognize him from. Uh... From Bride? Bride, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, rest in peace uh, this week. Uh, this is kind of a big one. Uh, rest in peace to uh, fantasy to film effects uh, owner Gene Warren Jr. Uh, Gene Warren Jr., he died from uh, 77 years old. Uh, no cause of death was listed. Uh, Gene was an Oscar winner by way of Terminator 2. Okay. He worked on that. Um, but he also worked on a ridiculous number of flicks, like an, like an absolutely ridiculous this is just a small list of what he's done. Just a smattering. Just a smattering of genre flicks he's worked on. Fright Night Part 2, Stephen King's It, the original. Mm. Uh, the Terminator, obviously Terminator 2, Return of the Living Dead, Critters, Bad Dreams, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Pet Cemetery, The Abyss, Tremors, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Dr. Giggles, Last Action Hero, um, oh, page... There we go. Last Action Hero, True Lies, Lord of Illusions, The Crow City of Angels, Scream 3, The Mothman Prof- Prophecy, and all of the Underworld films. See, I wasn't impressed until you, you hit Dr. Giggles. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's so crazy. He, he has done... Quite he's, a he's, catalog I would, I would say that, that he's as well-known in the effects world as K&B is right now. Mm. He's worked on everything uh-huh. and a lot of big, heavy hitters. Uh, so... You know, absolutely rest in peace uh, to Gene Warren Jr. Uh, big old, big old bucket of win, as Kevin Smith would say. <laughs> Got to pull that out for this one. All right, let's see here. Uh, this is exciting mostly for me. One of my favorite production companies, one of my favorite production companies from back in the 80s was Canon Pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put out the most ridiculous, just stupid, fun cult movies, like little B-films you could, you'd you ever want. It was like a wet dream for someone like me. <laughs> uh, Yoram Globus, who was the president of Canon Group way back when, um, is going to be teaming up and producing Darren Lynn Bowsman's new uh, film uh, called Tension. Now, Tension... If you if it sounds familiar, Darren Lynn Bowsman has been working on these projects out in LA called the Tension Project or the Tension Experience, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a fully immersive, like horror thing. Like it was like you would, I, from my understanding, you would go to like a place and you would like walk around buildings, and it was completely immersive. And like these, mm-hmm. just really cool things to do. And they've been taken off like crazy out there. And so the idea from this, I guess, came from a script called Tension. And so he's finally going to go back to the original script material now and bring that to life as a, as a feature. Oh, cool. And uh, he's, like I said, he's teaming up with Yorm Globus, who uh, did all the canon stuff. So I expect nothing less than the best schlock ever, <laughs> and then mixed with amazing Darren Lynn Bowsman stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> cool. That sounds, yeah. that sounds nice. Um, if he gives them more than like 15 bucks to do effects, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, let's see here. Peninsula. Peninsula uh, is a sequel to one of the best zombie movies ever made. That okay. movie being Train to Busan. Oh. Mm. Once again, directed by uh, Young Seng-ho. Uh, this is going to be, it's rumored to be on the slate for a 2020 release domestically over in Korea. Mm-hmm. So international release date, not 100% sure, but I can't imagine it would be too far behind. Mm-hmm. So hopefully around summer of next year, summer, fall of next year, we're going to be getting the sequel to Train to Busan. That's exciting. Which I am very, very, very excited. Train to Busan was so good. It's one of the best Donnie movies ever made. Yeah. It's in my top five. Yeah. Like 100% for sure. Yeah, because <clears throat> we watched it back when, because we, well, you've been sick of zombies for mm-hmm. years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people have. 
I liked zombies before they were cool, James. <laughs> Such a douche. Stop Stroke doing that beard. with your beard. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, that kind of, uh, it, it sort of revitalized my my interest in zombies. You know what I mean? I, well, not my. It, it's not like I s- sought out a bunch of zombie mo- movies mm-hmm. after that, but it, I was watching it and going, ugh. Like I, I wasn't watching it and going, Gah, fuck. Oh no, you're you're engaged. So like good. zombie movies rarely engage me because it's the same thing every right. movie, and usually the zombies look terrible. And yeah. like they're, it's just they're a crutch. I think for a lot of horror mm-hmm. horror movies, there it's just a crutch to make a horror movie. Yeah. Oh, zombies are hot. Let's make zombies. Do, 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 do. Like I don't know. Zombies are it's hot. Just, uh, no, you know. Um, let's see here. Uh, Stephen King's "It Came from a Buick 8. You ever heard of this book? Yeah. Uh, it's finally being made. Into a feature film. Mm-hmm. This is one that I've been looking forward to for a long time. Not because I have ever read the book, because I, I I can't read. <laughs> but um, but uh, it's always a book that I've been fascinated with because it's another King car movie, and I believe it has to do with like time travel or or something. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. But um, some of the best Stephen King adaptations have uh, been made with Thomas Jane. Mm-hmm. This one is also being made with Thomas Jane. With Thomas Jane. Which I'm pretty excited about. Whoa, the what? Mist. He was in The Mist, the which was an amazing adaptation. The Mist, 1922. 1922. Which was yep. amazing. So this will be his third, I believe. Wait, was it ni- 1922? Or what was the... Was it yeah, it was... Should I look it up right now? Should we, no, should it, we w- it was. It was. I was I was getting 1922 and that uh, 112263 mixed up or whatever it was. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. That but was, it was, that was 19- a Hulu show, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was Stephen King though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nineteen twenty-two was the he one where numbers fourteen oh eight nineteen nineteen twenty-two two forty-seven two forty-seven sixty-nine. Those are those are Roman numerals, right? <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so that's exciting. So, so I'm very much looking forward to that. Now, is T a Roman numeral? I'm sure. This is. I'm. I'm, I'm sure that I'm it is. so stupid. I know. <laughs> what just happened? Oh, that just went away for a second. Oh no, we're good. Um, Freaked out. So here's the deal. This is some breaking news from the last couple of days. So I'm going to be reading this uh, via Bloody Disgusting. Okay. But uh, this is exciting. Joker uh, has gotten four Golden Globe nominations, including Best Picture. The Jared Leto one. Oh, oh, the Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, just shit staining all over the Academy Awards. Uh, no, so this, this is going to be interesting. I'm because not going to kill you. I, I I'm hope- just going to hurt you. <laughs> Real, real bad. Uh, I feel like that's what the Golden Globes have been doing to their audience for the last <laughs> couple of years, to be honest with you. <laughs> They've got uh, Ricky Gervais coming back again. Oh, do they? Which Good. he's he's the only reason to watch yeah, yeah. any of the pieces. Because shit he gets fired I mean, every year, yet they yeah. keep bringing him back. So, yeah. Go ahead. So, uh, so this is interesting, though, because wasn't it just last year that the Academy threw a fit because mm. uh, a horror movie won Best Picture? It was Shape of Water. One, Shape of Water, which one, wasn't it's a, a genre flick, though. Yeah, it was, no, but it's a genre flick. Yeah. And they were in a tizzy over it. Yeah. If Joker now wins another year, oh my God, <clears> these old fucks are not going to know what that to was, do. That was, it was, so it was two years ago. Was it two years ago? Shape of Water. Okay. Yeah, because then you remember what they did last, wait, hold on. I don't, I think it. Hold on, hold on. I can't remember if they, so Shape of Water won. It doesn't yeah. matter when it was. I think it was two years ago. And then they were going to do the, uh, in, they were going to have a new category. They were going to yes. create a new category. So where this it was, never happened again. Yeah. So it was. It, it was no longer like best picture. Blah blah blah. It had to do with what was the most popular at the box office. So it was like most popular picture or something like that. Yeah. So that way, if some insanely popular comic book movie comes out or a horror movie or whatever, 
they don't have to but because that, i the the academy is a bunch of fucking snobs oh, and yeah. for some reason they think that the horror genre is <clears throat> tripe you know it's like mm-hmm. they just they think it's bullshit they think it's less than which is, is what they do which is absolute garbage if you actually like if you actually deep dive into yeah. the world of horror and realize that it tackles subjects These, that no other genre no offense to can tackle in you know in the in the way that horror does well no offense to guys like martin scorsese he's, he's a legend he's a legend for a reason yeah but then when he comes out and he says stuff like the marvel movies those aren't film those aren't real cinema that's not that's You're, not cinema sit your fucking old ass down yeah. i'm sorry but like you've you he, he lost so much respect for me when he said that because all that does is reinforce that he's one of these fucking hoity-toity, my pants are too fucking tight kind of directors that just literally cannot embrace anything that is outside of their comfort zone. Meanwhile, he puts out uh, granted, I haven't seen it yet. With the Irishman, but I've, I've heard just, very I've, mixed things. I've about heard, the yeah, I've heard people either say it's a masterpiece yep. or people say it's a pile of shit. Yep. I've heard, and I've heard I, more people say it's a pile of shit than it is a masterpiece. So it's about 50 like, 50 for me. So, like but you yeah. said, sit down, Marty. Yeah, make your movies. I, I mean, Martin Scorsese is a was, legend, he's amazing, Coppola? obviously. Is Coppola still alive? Uh, Francis Ford, I believe he is. I don't know. I think it was Coppola. It was one of the one of the. I, 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 I could think it'd be a big correction for next week, but um, it was one of the other big directors directors that came to his his aid basically. I, in I that. think it might have been and agreed with him. And it's just like okay, there was a whole there was a whole are, list, there was on. a whole list of the there. It was it was literally like the top ten directors who are always in Best Picture yeah, every year. Yeah, you know, could, and oh, somebody feel threatened. <laughs> exactly. Is that what this yeah. is? Yeah. Well, it's and to say like because uh, they were talking about the MCU, mm-hmm. they're like that's not cinema. That's yeah. Well, it, and then uh, who do they ask? But it they, is. It's there it's, was it's on film, and, and then, they play it in a movie theater. It's cinema. <laughs> yeah, I think they asked James Gunn or something. He's like, uh, he's like they're they're entitled to their opinion. He was very. Was it James was Gunn? Real a lot of those guys were really PC about it, but then one of them, I can't remember who they asked. And uh, and they and they and they just said, "Does it play in theaters?" Well, then it's fucking cinema. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like it, you don't have to you don't have to make some pretentious three and a half hour long movie that is dry as shit well, for it to be considered cinema. That, you don't have to like it either. Yeah, like no, just one's, don't no watch one's, it. No one's forcing you to like these movies. Right. No one's forcing you to go watch them. Well, and I think that they feel so. It's they're not even thinking about it. As viewers, they're thinking about it as filmmakers, they where their craft it cheapens is dying. their craft. Yeah, but there's, there's room for all of this, you know. Yeah. And if you pay attention, there are filmmakers making amazing, amazing films these days. Still, <clears throat> the art's not dead. No, not at all. There's just a place for everything. Anyway, yeah. we're, we've been talking about this. For yeah, a yeah, yeah, that's fine. So um, anyway, Joker, like I said, uh, best uh, best motion picture. It's also <laughs> it's also getting. Uh, let's see here. It's also being nominated for Best Performance by an Actor, obviously, for Joaquin Phoenix. Fantastic. Uh, it's also most... Uh, what else was there? Sorry. Uh, Todd Phillips, Best Director. And then uh, The Score is being nominated for Best Score. Good. I'm not even going to try to say this guy's name. Say it. I, I, say it. Uh, Hilder Gudenlestladititutur. Wow. <laughs> here. Just here. James. Oh, can you throw it? Oh man, I love this yeah, setup, right dude. There. What's that? What's that word? Oh Jesus, that is. <laughs> Some of those aren't even letters. <laughs> that is Scandinavian. That's the most Scandinavian name I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> How would you say that? Hilder Gudnadotter. <laughs> oh, so wait. Oh no, is that a woman? Uh, maybe I don't know. That might be a woman. Is Hilder? Is 
Well, because uh, because daughter. So, like, you think of uh, like Odin's son. Yeah. Like Thor, Odin's son. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they'll they'll do uh, so they don't have like proper surnames, so they'll put that they are the son of. Oh, or the daughter of yeah, but so that could this, be a family name too, though. It could be. This could be generations. <clears throat> I'm sure that it now, is but, a family name. But, but Hilda also. Oh, that might be the masculine version of Hilda. I yeah, don't know. But that's like kind that, of what I was thinking. That makes me think of the name Hilda, and then Gudna daughter mm-hmm. makes me think like you're the daughter of Gudna. Yeah, could now be. I'm interested. I'm gonna look it up. Well, we'll see. Um, anyway, so <laughs> let's see here. Moving on to the last piece of uh, news here, but before then. What do you got for blues there, James? Oh, damn it. I was looking up. I know. You weren't ready. Golden You you weren't ready. All right. Here we go. Let me get out my my notes. (laughs) Good good old pen and paper. Oh, boy. All right. There was... I hate this time of year because it's December and it's Christmas, so there's 9,000 of these. Just run through them. So here we go. Frankenstein, the true story. 1973 TV film. Frankenstein, the true story, will be hitting Blu-ray on March 24th, courtesy of Scream Factory. I'm not bothering you with any of the details. It's going to be awesome. Look it up if you want. Also from Scream Factory comes the 1966 film Monster Go Home, which was released in Technicolor shortly after the final episode of the Monsters TV show. This will be its first time on Blu-ray and will hit shelves March 31st. Do you think the Technodrome was in Technicolor? Yes. That's a fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> that is, it's fact because we just said it. This year's animated film, The Addams Family Movie, which featured an all-star cast including Oscar Isaac, Charlize Theron, Theron, Theron. I always say Theron. I don't know. I think it's, I think that it is Theron. Tahiran. Tahiran. I'm gonna go a different, a, a <laughs> completely different direction. Charlize Tahiran, Chloe Grace Morel, if you're Mike Moretz, if you're the rest of the world, Finn Wolfhard, Nick Kroll, Bette Midler, <laughs> Allison Janney, Elsie Fisher, and of course, la di da di da. It's the, the one and only D-O-double-G. Snoop Dogg! <laughs> we'll be out on digital on December 24th, followed by the DVD and Blu-ray release on January 21st. Nice. December 31st. Get some more Angelina in your life, you Ooh. stupid idiot. With Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. It's, Is this even, it's, pronounced, it's pronounced Maleficent. Maleficent. That's it. Malef- Malef- I can't say. <laughs> Maleficent. <laughs> Mistress of Evil. We'll hit digital and movies anywhere. Where? Fucking anywhere. I find it December weird. 31st in 4K Ultra HD Blue and DVD on January 14th. I find it weird that Disney made a movie about a, about a mistress. It seems like kind of like not a very family-friendly PC thing. She's the mistress of evil, though. Evil. Yeah. I know. It's, 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 she, make, it's making having a mistress sound real cool. But she courts... breaks up families. Oh. Well, I'm just saying. Not always. Some people some people are part of... Um... Some people are just into that kind of thing. So speaking of la-di-da-di-da... It's the one and only D-O-double-G. Snoop Dogg! The 2001 film Bones featuring Snoop Dogg is being released by Scream Factory March 31st. The tagline for this movie? Unleash the dog. With two Gs. I'm into that. I've never seen it. I've always seen the... Co- You've seen the cover. Oh, it's like red and black. Or yeah. He's got long hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I have to see this movie. It looks so good. Um, have you? Heard, did you hear about this little uh, twenty nine? It was an indie film this past year called Yoker. Yoker. I think I'm pronouncing that properly. Uh, oh, uh, uh, no! It's 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 uh, it's the French. Hard J? It's French. I think it's Joker. Oh, Joker. 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 I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it broke one billion at the box office. Weird. I haven't even can heard they, of it. Can they put it back together? 
That's a lot to break. No, it literally, it smashed the box office. Oh, it's like Humpty Dumpty. It smashed it to pieces, and then it kissed its girlfriend in front of it. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> it's, I don't know. Uh, Joker hits digital December 17th, followed by Blue in January on the 7th. You're an idiot. You still haven't seen this movie? I still haven't seen it, no. Oh, I know. Boy. I know. There's only so much time in the day. <clears throat> hey, I got Tammy and the T-Rex today. Yeah. I'll be watching that this week. <laughs> With the super sick lenticular cover. Dude. So Dude. 90s. I love it. Uh, BrokeHorrorFan.com is releasing <laughs> Portals. Also, All the Creatures Were Stirring and Red Christmas, which we discussed last year. Yes. Great movie. I actually um, was thinking about picking that up on uh, glorious VHS. Oh. What? Portals? Yeah. It's all. That's what that, that's what that news report is. Yeah. I, well, I was talking about Red Christmas. Did yeah. you just like blank out when I was... No. When I was... What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Were you talking about Portals or they Red Christmas? No, 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 no. Only they're really... Broke Horror Fan is releasing these three movies. Only mm-hmm. one of them is getting the VHS treatment, and that's Portals. Mm-hmm. I'm right. You're wrong. I don't think that that's true. Uh, look up the article, brother. I, you know what, James? I will. Uh, limited VHS treatment housed in black clamshell case with Ooh. artwork by Nicole Vitrano and Alex DiVincenzo. There's a limit of 50. So if you want one, there's 50 of them. So, you know, go get one. Okay. Uh, Zombieland Double Tap, the much-anticipated follow-up to 2009's Zombieland, will be hitting digital on December 24th and 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray and DVD on January 21st. Last but certainly not least, check your car, check your neck, check your hair, and check your bed. And then check out Scream Factory for its March 10th release of William Castle's 1975 heebie-jeebies-inducing horror film, Bug. I, I have that. I've never actually watched it. I need to. Vito told me... Vito did not give it very You have good the, one, the one about the cockroaches? I think so. It's with... Uh, La Cucarachas? With... Uh, what's her name in it? Uh, uh, Ashley Judd? No, that is a different movie called Bug. Oh, it is. That's, that's the one that is I have that, uh, seen. Ashley Judd and I Michael Shannon? believe so, yeah. Yeah, that's a different movie. Oh, gotcha. This okay. one's about literal giant cockroaches that come like, out of the ground in like, California, and like when they touch your your skin with their feet, you burst into flames or something. Nice. Yeah, it sounds Dude, great. Dude, we should totally double feature that with like Mimic. Uh, giant you know, cockroach We movies. already did Mimic. No, we didn't. Yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah. We didn't do might have been It might have been pre-format, <laughs> but we did it. Maybe, because I haven't watched it in a long time. I just haven't. That's bullshit. It's been a lo- bullshit. Uh, by the way here, Portals isn't the only one getting a VHS treatment, as two other holiday horror films are also available. All the Creatures Were Stirring and Red Christmas. Read that again. Portals isn't the only one getting the VHS treatment. It doesn't say isn't. Yes, it does. I don't little, believe I'm you. Li- here, James. No. Look. No. Look. No. Portals isn't the only one getting the VHS treatment. <laughs> All the creatures were stirring and Red Christmas. So, fuck you. What? Have a nice day. Okay. I and read that as Portals is the only one. And Shut everybody up. out there, go get yourself a VHS player because these limited releases are awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway. Yeah, you should definitely pick up Red Christmas then. That for, movie was awesome. <laughs> for, the, for your last bit of news, I'm almost kind of happy that we had to wait until today to record. Because yeah. this is like breaking today news, right? Oh. We're we're up on our shit, James. Yeah. The Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer dropped yeah. today. And since a half hour ago, when I said that I hadn't watched it yet. We have watched it. Magic has happened. <laughs> 
and I have watched it. Um, okay, uh, and we don't usually cover trailers, so but actually, this might be a good time to talk about. Uh, we're in the in the midst of making some some YouTube content. Finally, you know, we're gonna branch out into the YouTube space. Um, not video yet, because we're not uh, saying saying we're in the midst in the midst of it makes it sound like we've actually taken some steps toward doing it. Oh, I, I have. <laughs> you have. Yeah, I've made stuff for it. Oh, dude, I'm ready to go. Oh, well, you've made like I'm the, ready to go. You've made the graphics and stuff. Yeah, we haven't actually. I mean, done we haven't actually semantics. Done it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, though, uh, the idea here is that we uh, we want to introduce a a side little sideshow that would be about 10, 10 minutes long, probably or less, whatever. Sure. Where we basically look at that week's trailers that drop. Mm-hmm. The most important ones are ones that we think are most important, like top three or four trailers. Right. Discuss them for a little bit, move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. It's a segment that we're going to be calling trailer trashed. Because you know, yeah. we because we watch the trailers, we drink them in, and we get trashed, right? It's it's, it's, it's clever. It's, it's not clever. Not if you explain it. It's no, not. It's, it's, <laughs> use your head, James. Uh, anyway, though, no, that, no, uh, see, I don't have to now because you explained the joke. No. Um, anyway, though, so hopefully at some point in time within the next like month or so, we're gonna get that off the ground. That was that's the idea. Now that we're recording in the home space and we have more freedom to do recordings. We're gonna try to branch out and do more more stuff like this. It comes because we've had a lot of requests from listeners. Uh, they want they want just in general more of us, but they also want our faces. Yeah, they want to see our faces. They think they do. They they do <laughs> think that they think they do. <laughs> uh, no, there's not going to be a video component to it at first, just because we don't have the setup for it. But it is going to be a like a YouTube audio show. I don't. Uh, we got to. Dude, this out. is an iPhone Seven S. <laughs> we have the video component. <laughs> what are they on now? Are they on like eleven? I don't know. I don't. I don't use <laughs> shitty products. So. Shut up. Um, anyway, so Ghostbusters Afterlife. You watched the trailer. I did. Uh, a lot of people were really concerned, thinking like, "Oh my God, it's it's after you know it took you know fuck Bill Murray because it took him all this time to finally sign on to a Ghostbusters movie." Yeah, Harold Ramis is now dead. Um, you know, why are they even doing this? It's a slap to the face when they could have made this years ago with the full cast and <clears throat> whatever. Um, so there's been a lot of people worried about it, and the yeah. trailer dropped today. And I'll be honest with you, I think that it looks glorious. I, I love it. I love everything about this trailer. Yeah. I think it looks dope as hell. Yeah. I was uh I was I was a little taken aback. Like I didn't it has it, I, I know that when the actual movie comes out it's gonna have a more comedic tone than what we saw, but it's got a very sort of serious tone to it. You even said it's got it it, it feels sort of Amblin esque. Yeah. It reminds me a and, little bit uh, of like uh, like E. T. if E. T. had like a little bit more comedy in it. Y- Amblin. It's an Amblin-esque yeah. sort of, but yeah. like the kids in the beginning though, and it's kind of like this very serious tone. They're obviously, you know, they're playing over by this mine and this thing happens and like, it's just really, really cool. Like it's, <clears throat> it has like a, a very like grown up feel to it, if that makes sense. Yet it's still sort of whimsical. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I will say this. Uh, Hollywood, if you're listening, I like Finn Wolfhard. Just don't overdo it. Oh, you know, like don't put him in everything. Sure, because <laughs> I will get sick of him. Unless he got cast as like, like Wolfman's son, because that would make sense. Sure, right? Yeah, or if he was in Die Hard, mm. right? Yeah, as a wolf, or <laughs> <laughs> or 
Scorpius and Jaws. Finn. The Finn thing. You're stretching there. To the you're, Finn you're, you're angle. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, but we both loved it though. Uh, the, and we were, you know, you're wondering how they were going to bring Egon back into it after uh, Harold Ramis passed away. Yeah. The entire movie is based around him. I can't think of a better way to, to honor his life and his legacy as that character. I agree. And at the same time, it's it's just a little bit more of a slap in the face to him, too. I, I when can you, see when how you, you would when say you, that. When I, you think about it in terms of he was pushing to to do a Ghostbusters choose, 3 for years and Bill Murray was... You I know, choose not to look at it that way, though. I choose not to look at it that no, way. No, I'm not, I'm not either. I'm just saying you remember, could look at it that way. Remember, Ivan Reitman... Uh, and his son, uh, Jason, who directed, Jason Reitman directed this, you know, they had talked about how they went back, uh, Jason actually specifically talked about how he went back and found tons of old archival footage and tons of deleted scenes and all this other stuff. So it would not shock me if we're going to get new Egon Spengler stuff that we didn't see before from outtakes or they're going to recreate stuff using those. I'm totally okay with that. I'm actually... They they could even, like, what if they... here's Here's what I'm guessing. Uh, because they have the scene where the the his granddaughter finds like where all of his shit is yeah. hidden. She's gonna find old like video. VHS tapes of them doing tests of the equipment and stuff. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? And that's where you're gonna see. I think there's that new I, footage of. Them. I also think that they're and I'm actually really okay with this if they if they choose to do this. I'm okay with them digitally recreating Harold Ramis maybe in his older state. To if he left a message behind to anybody that maybe found his stuff, or mm. because he left the house to his family, right. so he knows that someone's gonna find it. So like I'm thinking like, and if they digitally recreated him for that, yeah. provided they had the audio that would work for it, yeah. I'm completely okay with them doing that. You know, I've we've talked about this before, like, um, and maybe this will be on an episode of uh, <clears throat> picking up the spare. Hey. You gotta get. Uh, you... <laughs> oh, people can't see me winking at you. Um, <laughs> it's another idea we have in the pipe. But... Well, it's actually that's that's actually a um, that's a laser daddy it's a laser trademark. daddy thing. That but... is a laser daddy trademark. We can't take credit for that one. But we might be stealing it. Yeah. Well, with it with with his blessing. <laughs> with his blessing. Um, I'm okay with the whole digital recreating of people, provided that it serves the character that they're recreating. But don't start going to do the thing we, we've talked about recently with uh, what's his fucking face, um, old time actor they're bringing back to have like a co starring role in something. Oh, James Dean. James Dean. Yeah, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, don't don't, do, don't that. do that. Right. But if you're doing it to bring back a character, like I was totally okay with them bringing back uh, Star Wars guy. Um, oh. In um, uh, Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I can't think of his name for the life of me. I know this is terrible of me. Ah, uh, damn it. People are going crazy right now because we can't think of his name, but we you know who we're talking about. I was completely okay <laughs> with them doing that because it's the character. They're making a movie yeah. in a time period where that character existed. So by all means, do it. As long it was, as you're as it, long as the, the, the estate of the family's okay with it, do it. It was Liam care. Neeson, right? It was <laughs> it was not it No, was it was not it, Liam Neeson. It was uh it was uh <laughs> It was, you may fire when ready. Why yeah. can't I think of his name? General uh, Tarkin. Akbar. Tarkin. No, it was Tarkin. It was General Tarkin. That's who it was. No, you know what? You know what I'm talking about though. When they put uh, the ghost of what was Liam Neeson's character? Uh, oh, uh, when they put his ghost Qui Gon Qui Gon into Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was dumb. That was dumb. I don't. What? That's whatever. That, again, we'll pick up the spare some other time on that. But um. Anyway, that's uh, that is your news. Yeah. What do we What do we do now? I don't I don't know what we do anymore. Oh, Jay's geez, not okay. here. 
That's what that awkward silence yeah. was. Silence was. Fuck. I, 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 our news went extra long today because I didn't want to get to this point. Like I don't, I don't even know what to do. See, you could have, you could have probably just not even brought it up, and I, my dumb mind would have just, uh, gl- like, just kind of glossed over it. Can we call Jay and have him do it over the we're, phone? We're gonna- <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, should we still do a stupid fact? We should do. We should still do a stupid fact. In fact. I thought you might say that, and I actually have something up Oh, there. you beautiful man. Actually, you know what? I have I have a pretty good one, too. Would you mind if I took this instead of you? No, by all means. Okay. Mine was less about the episode anyway, so by um, all means. I, well, I thought we should probably do one about police officers, since we're talking about Perfect. Uh, what do you a got? Couple, couple movies that take place in police precincts. Here's a, here's a fun one for you. Police officers in Thailand can be forced to wear Hello Kitty armbands as punishment for infractions such as illegal parking or showing up to work late. <laughs> that would be that wouldn't be kind of punishment, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Who came up with that though? That's so that is so random and weird. If if I did something wrong and you're like you need to wear a Hello Kitty armband all day, I would find that punishment. <laughs> I would. <laughs> so you know what? I get it. I feel like there's going to be some people who are offended because <clears throat> they choose to wear Hello Kitty garb. Maybe. Just because they like it. And if that's the case, either embrace it or rethink your life. I don't know, <laughs> to, I, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe a little bit from <laughs> column A, maybe a little bit from maybe column B. Uh, all right. So with that. <sighs> boom! That was the new... No, no. Oh, I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't. That was so stupid. Oh, fucking You suck at this. Throughout this, they'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. All right. So this week, like we uh, like we had mentioned earlier in the show, you know, three days ago, we are <laughs> uh, we're talking about uh, some horror happenings that take place in the cop shop. Horror happenings, right? That's pretty much it. Horror happenings. Horror, not horror happenings. Oh, that's that's my my Pornhub history. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> the, the horror happening. <laughs> Yeah, Volume but. 75. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the two movies we're talking about tonight are uh, Incubus from 2011. With a backwards K. With a backwards K, because it's cool. It's yeah. like corn. Very it's like corn com- spelled with a K. Very corn of them. It's very, <laughs> that's very early 2000s of them. <laughs> and then also a movie called Let Us Pray from, uh, what was it, 2008? Is that what it was? 2009. 2009, 2009. Yep. 2009. Yeah. You just said 2008 and 2009. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Let us pray is from 2014, by the way. Did your head check? <laughs> so we were both Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, so Incubus, this is a weird movie. <sighs> this movie had a lot of pr- uh, promise because of what it was, right? No. We knew that it was a little bit low budget. We knew that going into it. But it had... A little. It had Robert England as a star, which is always a good thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it was. It seemed like the, the trailer, we watched the trailer before we watched it to see if it was worthy. It looked pretty good. Uh, you, you watched the trailer. I didn't. Oh. You you watched the trailer on your phone. Oh, yeah, it might, while yeah, you were sitting right. next to me. You're right. It was just me. So. But regardless, though, it looked pretty good. Like I said, it looked it looked pretty low budget. But come on, it was starring also 
the one and only Joey Fat One. <sighs> Joey Fat One of NSYNC fame. <laughs> he was the fat one in NSYNC, right? <laughs> uh, we're Joe, mean. Joey Fatone. Jo- I actually like Joey, Joey Fatone. Fatone. I like Joey Fatone. So here's the thing. I like NSYNC. Sue me. Joey Fatone has been in other movies. He's actually, of, of all of them outside of uh, JT, he's probably the most active in acting. Is he? Yeah. He's what, been in a lot of stuff. What other movies has he been in? Don't, don't ask me that, but I was looking at his IMDb. He's a lot more credits than I ever thought that he did. So he's, and even before this movie. Yeah. So uh, there was actually an InSync movie. There's actually two of them that starred all the people from InSync. You're just telling me this now? Sorry. I'm, I'm letting you down. I know. What? But uh, okay, so Incubus from uh, 2011. <clears throat> this is directed by a guy named Glenn Ciano. Um, you would know him, actually. He's pretty famous. Mm-hmm. You would know him as, um, he was in Me, Myself, and Irene. Okay. Uh, he was credited as background person. I don't know. I don't know what character that was, but guy in red shirt. In... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the infamous guy in red shirt. Um, so, so yeah, he's got uh, quite the pedigree. But um, so Italian, dude. So Italian. Guy Ciano. Guy Guy was, Ciano. No, Glenn. Fucking... Glenn Ciano. Oh, it was Glenn. No, it was guy in red shirt. <laughs> <You're> oh. <laughs> Still, still super Italian. You're mixing, you're mixing the two up. Glenn, um, Glenn Ciano. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this entire cast, super Italian. Yeah, that's we could kind of figure it out. Yeah, like they they were definitely not. I no, no, no. I don't, I don't, I don't mean like. Uh, I would be shocked if this movie was shot in America. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. I just. Oh, I think okay. that. I think that he needed a bunch of fucking hard boiled cops who talked like this, and he just he's Glenn Ciano. Glenciano. <laughs> so he went and got himself a bunch of bunch of nice Italian boys. That makes that makes perfect sense well, to me. Because hold on, let me read the, you got something else to say before well, I run read down the synopsis, this? but you know. The fuck? <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Read go ahead and read your All right. little All right, here's what Incubus Go ahead and read your little trailer. Here's here's what Incubus is about. Uh, a skeleton crew working the final shift at a soon to be demolished police station. The night takes a gruesome turn when when the demon Incubus calmly walks into the station holding the severed head of a murdered girl. To their dismay, the cops quickly become pawns in Incubus's brutal crowning achievement of murder, gore, and mayhem. They ultimately realize it's his world. They only die in it. Yeah. Uh not only do they die in it, they also they're never alarmed by anything. In no, it. <laughs> no. It um, okay. Starting off with the severed head, they're just like, "Oh shit, there's a severed head." Yeah. So here's the deal. Um, <clears throat> hold on. Let me get to the. Sorry. You fucking. I, I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got Joe. First of all, Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone. Tom Paolino. Yep. Sarah Verde. Mm-hmm. Tom Danucci. Nicholas Chambolata. <laughs> Mike Cerrone. Kevin DeCristofano. Okay. All right. You're proving your point here. <laughs> Anthony Paolucci. I can go. I can go fucking They're all night, really... bro. Chad A. Verde. It's... All night. It, yep. Italian. It's... <laughs> okay. It's like they went to their local Olive Garden. It's just like, all you come with us. <laughs> that might have been in, uh, insensitive. I don't even know. <laughs> Here's the thing. You know what? I'm... I'll speak for the Italians. If the breadstick fits. I'll just say, I'll just right? say, if they were sitting across from you right now, they'd say, hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then everybody would move on. We'd have a few breadsticks and uh and we'd move on. So another guy though on here that aren't necessarily Italian. Maybe some limoncello. Like, uh, like we, 
I'm, I'm just not even listening to you. Like I said, we have Robert Englund, who plays Incubus, the demon. But then we also have William Forsythe, who is a pretty big actor by his own right, who plays uh, retired detective Gil DeMonte. <clears throat> yeah. So... Uh, William Forsythe... He's actually pretty Italian himself, I'm pretty sure. He... Uh... At least he comes across that way. Maybe I don't know his his voice in this movie though couldn't handle it. I like it was he he spoke it like he was going for that really gravelly tone, uh-huh. and so he didn't uh, like have any emotion in his voice because he wanted to he wanted to keep it real low, so it was like gravelly the whole time. And so he, he never he, talks he never that voice. Went, that's his acting voice, though. Yeah. I, in in almost everything he's in, he talks. The That's very his same acting way. voice. What if his real voice was like, "Hi guys, hey guys, it's Will, <laughs> Will Forsythe, Willie Forsythe's here." <laughs> we gotta catch this uh, fucking uh, bastard. Apparently, he's a carnival clown now. <laughs> um, okay, so the, I wanted to like this movie. I did. I didn't. I I I really did. Like it's just it's just not good. Uh, why was <clears> Joey <throat> Fatone? cast in this movie first off like who uh, who owed him a favor for him keeping a secret about something that's, that's the uh, only thing that i can think of the mafia the mafia is that what it was okay. or actually he owe he owed the mafia a favor so they're like we're gonna punish you by putting you in this movie um yeah i don't know man this like there's low budget and then there's low budget like a low budget looking movie i can get past what I can't get past is when sound is bad, and the sound oh. was terrible in this movie. Yeah. You know, we we do a stupid weekly podcast, and we were super worried about echo in the room and all that because we wanted it to sound, you know, legit. Yeah. This movie, you can hear every bit of room tone and every <coughs> sound in the room. You can hear it was bad, and it's really distracting. Yeah. Um. You know, and maybe that's just because I've worked on on films before, and it's like it's not difficult to not get that mm-hmm. i i don't know what they were doing um but yeah if i'm I can sitting do it, i'm sitting here saying uh-huh like i know how to do that i don't it's just proper sound that's all it is it's just proper it's proper sound recording just do they, it yeah i don't know i don't know what happened <laughs> just, just do um, it but then a lot of like i said the the acting you had some acting that was great by robert england and even William Forsythe, to a, to a certain degree, was great. Even he looked like he was phoning it in a lot in this movie. Robert England did the very best with what he was given. Yes, and because so, he was for all intents and, and purposes. Joey Fatone did the very best with his God-given talent. It's just not that much. <laughs> I'm sorry. And am I the only one that thought that he didn't even look like Joey Fatone? Because he's completely clean-shaven throughout half the movie, oh, which dude. is fucking weird. That bothered me so much because, first of all. When your mouth is so small, <laughs> like it, like it, it's disproportionate to the rest of your face. Yeah, keep your beard. Yeah, I agree. His, his mouth is so small. Like even back in NSYNC when he was fourteen years old, he, he had, had a nice beard. trimmed beard though. Whatever. The other thing that looked weird is that his beard was more up on his cheeks this time, mm. and it wasn't so groomed like mm-hmm. in a line. Because that's how I'm used to seeing him. Yeah. And like there was times where I know Joey Fatone's in this movie. Is that him? Like I, I, like honestly, I was like questioning whether that was him or not. Which one is it? He's the fat one. <laughs> no, but the <laughs> my problem with the part where he was clean shaven. Somewhere, somewhere there's an overweight baby uh, kangaroo just <laughs> just in the corner, just <laughs> being so offended right now. <laughs> Why a kangaroo? A Joey. Oh, see that it's went right fat, over my it's, head. It's the fat one. <laughs> Uh, the the reason I had a problem with him being clean shaven for part of the movie, it would have made more sense for him to be clean shaven when he was a put together cop, mm-hmm. 
But they had him clean shaven when he was strapped in a straitjacket in the nut house. He, but not when he was the grizzled detective. Which right. makes sense, but like, why would they clean shave him? Uh, yeah, who was shaving? Yeah, like, he was he was supposed to be out of his mind. If anything, his beard should have been much longer. You would think, because you don't care about like you know when you've lost your mind and all you can think about is how Incubus has stolen your entire life. You're standing in front of a mirror, mm-hmm. making sure that you're all baby faced. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Get so, so the movie starts basically. You have this you have this kid who's like in the middle of like some coitus with his uh, with his girlfriend. And uh, the incubus just randomly shows up in the room and cuts her fucking head off. Mm. Typical Friday night, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, here's the problem. This kid. I had a big problem with this kid. Oh, he's, he, so. He, he's the worst actor alive. The, first off, he's the worst actor alive. <laughs> he's sitting in the cop shop, right? They got him in like the chair. They're taking a statement and all that stuff. And in walks Robert England. Okay. He immediately not only elevates the scene, but he's also carrying the severed head of the dude's girlfriend. Mm. Now, the dude, at seeing his severed girlfriend's head basically being like thrown on the ground or whatever it was he did with it, he's not real emotional when he sees that. But then suddenly when he realizes that the guy is the incubus, that's when he starts crying like crazy and starts pissing himself. Like, he didn't react at all to his girlfriend's <laughs> severed head. I didn't recognize her. <laughs> you were missing your body. <laughs> I was just like, come on. Like, this is ridiculous. Well, it had a lot to do with um, the fact that that guy was the worst actor in the world. Oh, he's just he terrible. Did, did you see the scene where they cut back to him when he's like, he's completely sobbing and they almost didn't. It's almost like. It was right when the director said, all right, continue sobbing. And he went from looking normal to then sobbing. But they showed that, though. Did you see that? Did you pick up on that? Like the editing. Yes. So bad. I actually went back and rewound. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is terrible. I'm I, oh, I'm going to talk to myself. I, I could not believe they, they, they left that in there. It's so distracting. And, and, and it's. I don't want to say that it's piss poor filmmaking, but it's like, come on. Like, it's not that difficult to trim back a little bit more of the film. Uh, it, it ridiculous. Um, I, I don't know. They just wanted to show you the the actual, you know, the roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, and then you have kid was going so then through. so then Incubus, which by the way, Incubus Incubus is two things. Okay, a it's a killer fucking band, right? Yeah. It's also a thing, right? An Incubus is a thing. It is not a name. Incubus is not a name. And it's really, it was really weird to me when they kept referring to it as Incubus. No, an Incubus is a thing. I don't know. It bothered me. It um, really bothered me. It seemed like lazy writing to me. And it's it maybe, maybe I'm the only one that picked up on that, but like I was, well, no, it was like it, a sore thumb, dude. Well, he 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 identified as Incubus. Yeah. I mean, that's like I am Incubus. I don't know. I don't know. I, that's a. It's like it's like an angel coming down from heaven, and be like, "I am angel." <laughs> like it's just dumb. Like, no, you are an angel. That's not your name. Like, what is your name? I am angel. <laughs> it just it just seems dumb to me. But it had a, it was spelled with a K though. Oh, okay. totally different. Backwards K. Demon, what is your name? <laughs> Demon. <laughs> <laughs> it just I don't know. It just seems it just seems so dumb to me, and then. So he's playing along. His whole Some, sometimes your critiques are. Just I know, like, I know. Like that's what, uh, this movie 
There wasn't much was else to so pay attention. Bad. There wasn't much else That's to pay attention what you to. Up That's on? why. Those are the things that I caught on to. Because the rest of the movie was basically just filler. Um, so basically, yeah, you, you have. Filler. Ah, ah. Joey Fatone. Uh, <laughs> was he the filler in NSYNC? <laughs> mm. No, he, he was, you know, filling her. <laughs> Who? <laughs> the chick at the beginning. Oh, yeah. That was his wife. No, it wasn't Did his you, wife. It was his wife. No, his wife. wife died in childbirth. That was the woman. Oh, oh shit, my you're God, right. Are you no, no, kidding no. me, dude? <laughs> are you I did notice what? that. No, I did notice that, but why wouldn't I'm so I'm so confused. Okay, you you just brought up a whole new level here that makes even less sense. Did he know that he was porking his dead wife even though he was still like grieving for his dead wife? What the fuck? Okay. Are you talking I got about, questions dude? here. I got Okay, okay, let, let's get through this. I got questions. <laughs> If everybody listening to this is as confused as me, we're 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 in this together. Right, Clearly, let's, James let's, knows what's going on. Let's break this down. Okay, so Joey Fatone's wife died in childbirth. Yeah, gave birth to this beautifully horrendous-looking baby demon that gnaws its way out of her latex belly. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like Lloyd Kaufman ask awful. Um, it's, it's like an insult to Lloyd Kaufman, <laughs> dude. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, you ever seen the end of Spaceballs where like the plastic alien comes out of the dude's chest? You know what I'm talking about? And then yeah. it puts on the hat and does the WD frog dance. What do you that's, mean, do I know it? Yes, I that's know. That's what, what it looked about. like. Only it was supposed to be serious. Right. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. So his wife died during during childbirth. Yeah. So he's his whole character arc is that he is grieving for the death of his wife. Yeah. Yet there is this other woman, officer, who he is like fucking like every chance that he gets just once but it's it's implied. his wife <laughs> it's implied but he knows did he I, I guess this is what i'm confused but they don't explain this did he is the audience just supposed to put together at the very end that was his wife or was he supposed to know it the entire time was this whole thing just a figment of his imagination i mean it could have been what okay. are you talking about <laughs> This is blowing my mind. We're gonna dude. talk about this movie way longer than we should, because that's fine. Because this is blowing my mind. It's it's not that hard to put together. What did you get out of it? Tell me what you got out of it. The beginning of the movie, you see his wife giving birth to baby demon child. She dies, presumably, right? Yeah. Then you see him in the nut house talking to the talking to the um, the shrink. Yep. And then everything past that point is a flashback back to when him and his wife. We're working together at the precinct. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're seeing. No, that that would make sense because if all of this stuff happened, I'm okay, dude. <laughs> really? I'm trying to. I'm trying to establish a timeline. Look, uh, to be fair, to to your credit. You, it took you three sessions of watching I this did, movie to get through. It's terrible. It's so bad. So how long then after the night that all of this happened with Incubus and all that? Yeah. How long after that did his wife get pregnant and then give birth? She got pregnant because she wasn't pregnant she during got, the movie. She got pregnant that night. the The opening scene is him talking to the shrink, and then it cuts to the two of them banging in his office. Okay, so then, so that's, we're supposed that's to believe when she then. got pregnant. So then and that's why Incubus showed up because he knew that his, uh, you know, his, um, his prodigy 
was now implanted in the womb of this woman. So he was so Incubus was using the pregnant woman as his host to get reborn at that point? Yeah, every hundred but years. Why Okay. So he came back that night because he knew his hundred years was up. Right. Okay. And there was a pregnant woman there that he could basically put himself into. Into the child, basically, to get reborn. Essentially, yeah. So by the time <clears throat> that he got arrested and he's telling the story, I feel like there's a time discrepancy here. No, there's not. There's a brain discrepancy <laughs> in your head. There's really not, dude. I had no idea that you were so confused about this movie. I didn't think that I was. What if what if this thought, is actually a really good movie? <laughs> What the hell was that sound? <laughs> what the fuck? It was like a half laugh, half burp, because I just took a drink of beer. It's like oh a baby rattlesnake in your throat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't think this makes this movie any better, but no. apparently I was really confused about the timeline of this movie. Yeah, I still no. am very confused about the timeline of this all movie. You, all you need to know is if you were a, if you were a fan of uh, Sync back in the day, you know... And you wondered if Joey Joey Fatone fucks. Yeah, he fucks. On a desk. Like, he gets that. He doesn't even bother to take off his white Oxford. His white cotton Oxford. Which I can't do. It's such a porn star move. I don't want to have sex in a button-down shirt. What the fuck are we talking about? I'm talking about Joey Fatone. (laughs) Fucking. Who's your husband? Ah, the fat one. That's the fat one over there. And if you're wondering if he fucks, yeah, he does. Okay, we need to move on. Um, Incubus is for free on Voodoo and on Tubi if you want to watch it. And maybe you can make more sense out of it than clearly I could. Just don't, though. It's not great. No. But if you're like a Robert Englund aficionado or something like that, you kind of want to watch all the stuff. It's it's there. Also, um, if you're, a fish, if you're a fish, an aficionado of words... <laughs> Don't listen to Mike try and say the word aficionado. <laughs> Dude, I'm so out of sorts right now. I'm so out of sorts because of this conversation we're having. Um, you I, knew that you knew that this was this was how this movie was going to go. I, I yeah, there's nothing kind of. else to talk about. No, it, there's really not. I um, mean, I actually have some notes. I do too. I have lots of notes, but I just don't feel like any of them are relevant at this no. point. Like. A lot of stuff happens. People don't react to things the way that you think they would. Yeah, like, like Robert Englund makes a phone call with his mind, and nobody finds that weird. Yeah. <laughs> At all. And the first response <laughs> is, you're really pushing it, pal. <laughs> like, what? And Patone. He's talking up, to him. Patone <laughs> picks up the phone to listen in on the conversation. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You're pushing it with your mind ability, son. <laughs> And then they're in, they're they're doing an interrogation, and he just goes, he goes, uh, Robert England just goes, Abra fucking Kadabra, and disappears into thin air, and nobody does anything. Everybody just like looks around for a second. Yeah, oh, got another guy with that whole disappearing. Thing. And then he and then he pops back in, he pops back into the room, and then they just carry on like nothing just happened. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, the, um, the boyfriend kid from the beginning oh that was God. sort of. Did he not look exactly like the dead guy from Pet Cemetery, the ghost? <laughs> oh, he looked exactly um, like him. It was weird. Yeah, he kind of way yeah. not nowhere near as good of an actor, <laughs> but like he looked exactly like him. Yeah, yeah, he did. It, I don't know. And apparently, uh, Incubus was he was Jack the Ripper. He was the Black Dahlia. He was like all these other killers. That that, that was kind of cool. I suppose that's a cool angle. I suppose that's yeah, that's a cool angle. It's just you know. 
like it's like they just kind of jammed it in there because they thought it was a cool idea. The um the CG devil stuff um on England's face at the very oh, end fuck, was just the worst. It's like the best part of the movie. It, <laughs> it was the best part of the movie. It's so bad. Like this is <laughs> these are like effects that you like somebody like their first time ever using Adobe Premiere could make better effects than what they get they put on him. It was so bad. Can I tell I know what happened to you. Because it happened to me too. What's up? At the beginning of the movie, uh, Fatone is sitting there in the straitjacket and he mumbles something to himself and it's a question. And uh, I'm guessing the same thing that happened to me happened to you. I couldn't stop thinking about that question. And so I didn't really pay attention to the rest of the movie. What was the question? He just goes, what would we do if we didn't have stairs? (laughs) Did he really? (laughs) What would we do if we didn't have stairs? Elevators, (laughs) Elevators, <laughs> fire poles. I was like, wow, that's para- deep. Parachutes. I'm gonna explore this for a while, and I explored oh it God. for like an hour and a half, and then by the time I knew broken, it, the fucking legs. movie was over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Incubus sucks. Don't watch Incubus it. Incubus sucks. Don't watch it. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what doesn't suck? Yeah. Let us pray. Mm. Let us pray. From 2014, directed by Brian O'Malley, who hasn't really done much else. I'm very shocked, actually, because this movie was amazing. Yeah. Um. I kind of wish he'd do more. So this is uh, held up, uh, held in a remote police station. A mysterious stranger takes over the minds and souls of everyone inside. The two movies are very, very, very similar. It's just one was executed (laughs) so much better than the other one. Uh And uh, didn't star anybody from a boy band, which I think is also... That's how you can tell which movie's better than the rest. You know? uh, didn't it, though? It didn't. Oh, okay. So you have uh, Liam Cunningham, who plays Six. He is basically the, the 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 demon entity, if you will. Oh, see, that's not that's a that's a that's like a credits thing because I don't think they ever actually say his he name. He was he was the he was the prisoner in Cell Six. Oh, you didn't pick that up. Didn't pick that because, up because you know Six and Six and Six. Yeah, I know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then you have uh, you have the incomparable. I always say that because I love her. She's great in everything she does. Pollyanna McIntosh. Mm. Um, I will never not watch something that she's in. I think she's great. I really do. Uh, she plays uh, Rachel Heggie. Um, you see here, you have. Uh, there's nobody else really of of note. You know, so I well, don't, not to American audiences. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. I don't know if if they're bigger, maybe overseas, but no one to us at least. But um, yeah, so this is about. If, if you don't know who, uh, so six is Liam Liam Cunningham. Yep. If you're a GOT fan, yes. he is. Uh, Davos. He was also in the the. Was he in the Kingsman? Uh, the Kingsman movies. Was he? Oops, I just lost. There was my... a guy from Game of Thrones that was in the Kingsman movies, and I actually haven't seen them all the way through. That's but I f- that's feel like, like that's like I, there's somebody from Game of Thrones in every single. I get movie that. No, I I, I just made. I think it's him though. I think that it's him. <clears throat> um, so if you've seen the Kingsman movies and you like them, this could be a reason to go uh, go check this one out. I haven't, um, but I don't think so. Okay. Well, fair enough. I don't know. If, while you're looking that up. Uh, so this movie is about uh, Pollyanna McIntosh. Uh, she is starting her very first day at this new police pr- precinct in this kind of quiet, small town. And on her way into work, uh, she walks. She's a walker. Gets her, uh, gets her <laughs> exercise in. Getting those on, steps in, baby. On, at night, apparently. She's going in for the night shift for her first time. And uh, on her way into work, she sees a guy get hit by a car. Not just her first time on the night shift. I, I think this is a brand new... Oh, no, new, it's her first time at the job. It's a brand new precinct She's starting her, her yeah. job at on the night shift, right. I guess is what I'm saying. So she sees a dude get hit by a car, but the dude, as soon as he gets hit, is just gone. Just so she So she cuffs the, uh, the dude behind the wheel of the car. He's obviously 
um, had some shit going on earlier in the night, and he's like lying to her. You can tell. Brings her in, and uh, you meet the uh, the sergeant, uh, Sergeant McReady, played McCready? by uh, Douglas. Excuse me, Douglas Russell McCready. What are you Sorry, doing? I was really hoping that you were going to take that over because I was like mid-burp here. We're real real classy here tonight. Mm. Um, played by Douglas Russell fantastically. Loved his character. Yeah. The sergeant, he was equally sort of likable, but like super deplorable all at the same time. Uh, like, I don't know why there was... Likable? Yeah, really? there was something about him where it was like, this guy's kind of badass. Like, I kind of like... I don't know. If I'm trying to be like <clears> a... Like a... I don't know. See, I knew that, I knew that he was going to have a weird arc from the very beginning, though. Cause did you did you see what the the very first shot of him that you see? Do you know what he's doing? Uh, watching porn. He's not even watching porn. He's just looking at a picture of a dude's asshole in a jockstrap. Well, I figured that was like a <laughs> screenshot of a porn. Like maybe he paused it. Which is which is fine. Happens to me all the time. Which is fine if you want to look at dudes' assholes and jockstraps. That that's fine with me. Yeah, by all means, you do your thing. Yeah. Uh, it There's was literally it was, nothing wrong with that. It was more so that he. Well, first of all, he's doing it in a he's doing it on the job, which seems inappropriate. And also, whenever somebody closes the screen real quick, uh, to avoid being caught doing something, yeah. you know that they're gonna have the kind of story arc where they end up being a weirdo. I was looking- so it's not the content that he was consuming; it was the context, mm. the fact that he was being shady about it. Yeah. You could tell that he was going to have a weird. It was also when she first arc. walks in, she sees him. It was like you would see on her face. Oh <clears throat> fuck! Oh, do you <laughs> like, think she actually saw what he was looking? Oh yeah, at? Okay, oh yeah, hundred percent. Right. Because she looked at him and gave him a weird look, and then she kind of started into it. Okay. It's like she got past it real quick. Mm-hmm. But she it was like you could see right from the get go. She's like, oh fuck, <laughs> this I'm I'm working for the asshole guy. Like literally the the asshole guy. Yeah. The jockstrap asshole guy. Yeah. Asshole guy. I'm just have, keep saying. <clears throat> have you ever had to wear a jockstrap? You're not a sports guy. Have I ever, you ever worn one? Uh, I don't think that I've worn like a legit jock strap. Is there a difference between a jock strap and a cup? Well, a, cu- a, a cup goes into a jock strap. Okay, so I've worn, I played soccer. So I did wear like a jock, I guess I wore a, a jock and a cup. You were a, you wore a cup for soccer? I was like four <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> you wore a cup when you were yes. four? When I was a kid, when we played AYSO soccer, yes. You wore we, a cup. We had to. Really? Yeah, had to. Really? They would not let you play unless you had one. That's bizarre. Yeah. I guess something bad, I actually don't care about your nuts, do they? Well, yeah, in baseball. <laughs> but I don't know. No, in soccer, I always had to warm. I played soccer for years. I don't think I ever got hit in the junk. I mean, it is a game about hitting balls. <laughs> in fairness. <laughs> it's every game ever. Um, okay, so uh, so yeah, so uh, so Douglas Russell, uh, Sergeant McCready, he's, um, or Mac Ready for me, he's, um, he's obviously a, a shysty character. And his whole thing is, if we can't find the guy that he hit, well, then clearly there's no crime, you know. And, and it starts this kind of this arc of that he's a real shitty sergeant, and the two uh, his two um, PCs. What does PC mean? Uh, PC um, uh, uh, protective citizen. No, no, it's uh, <laughs> um, wow. penis cup. No, hold um, on, hold on. Uh, uh, keep, private sergeant. No, no keep, pri- keep going. Uh, keep going. No, no, no. Just keep talking. I'll, I'll have it. The two second. other people, the two other officers that work at the police department, uh, they are the first time that you're introduced to them. They're just in a parking lot somewhere, just fucking each other. So you know right off the bat that nothing about this precinct is is working <laughs> properly. Like well, there's and, nothing going on right here. Well, and one of them, at least one of them's married. Yes, the guy. The guy's married. 
I gotta be honest though. She was pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently tight. <laughs> he said it. Oh, I, don't, I don't think my Joanna's ever been that tight. <laughs> oh God. Um What did she say? She says pelvic floor pelvic yeah. floor exercises. So ladies, do those pelvic floor I'm exercises. I'm trying to get through the synopsis here. <laughs> I'm not gonna the, let you. The, <laughs> The teenage kid that was driving the car, he's a regular in that precinct. Like, they yeah. know him. And uh, so he gets put in jail. Also put in jail is basically a pre uh, a teacher who was in there basically for diddling some youngins. He was in there for that. Mm. There was uh, there's another... Who's the other dude that was in there? Uh, uh, there were, uh, besides the demon guy. So there was a kid there was who... There was a kid who didn't... Did, but didn't hit somebody. There yeah. was the teacher who was... Uh, no, he 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 wasn't diddling. He was uh, he beat his wife. He beat the shit out of his wife. I thought there was a kid thing in there too, though. No, I don't because, think so. Okay, so we okay. okay. And then there was six. And there were six. There and was then one there more, was though. the oh, there was the doctor. The who, doctor, yeah, yeah that's that what was, was an interesting story. Yeah. So there's a doctor that comes in to help six because okay, we're getting oh, kind of uh, getting kind so of all over the place. PC here. is police constable. Ah, constable. That's it. The, the the short and skinny of it is that over the course of the setup of the movie, you get a bunch of people that come in. They all get put in jail for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And then when Six finally comes in, he's this like loner character, the guy that got hit by the car in the beginning. And you can tell right off the bat that this guy fucking means business. Like it, it, like if you were wondering, does this guy fuck? He fucks. <laughs> sure. He gets, no, put, he's... he gets put in jail in cell block six, which is or cell six, which is telling. Yeah, you know, and then he and then he looks at everybody around him, and it's my favorite line of the movie. He goes, "So, which who's, one wants it first, or yeah, who's first, something so, like that?" And and it's so, so creepy who's, and awesome. Who's first, and I love it. Now, um, I have a theory about this movie. Before you get to that, because that's that yeah, your yeah, your theory yeah. is going to kind of ruin the whole thing. Yeah, right? I will probably. Um, his he's he's silent. He's mute up and like when they first bring him in, they're they're trying to ask him his questions. He's not so saying good. anything. Uh, they're doing his fingerprints. He's not saying anything. And then finally, is it the the doctor comes yep. up to him, right? The doctor comes up and says, what does he say? Something about a horse. Well, so I don't know and what then, the doctor uh, says to him, but his response is, then it's a pale fucking horse. And it's a pale fucking horse. Yeah. And and what, then all you... of a sudden, this fla- like a flash, like you just see all these gruesome images flash across well, the screen. Do you know why? Yeah. The fourth horse of the apocalypse was the oh, rider was, on the uh, pale horse. It's death. Yeah. Oh, death yeah. is the fourth horse of the apocalypse, and it rides on death rides on a pale horse. Death rides a horse. So that gives that gives great song meaning. by the way. Have you it ever is. heard that song? Yes, uh, that gives <laughs> it right away though. That obviously you know you're in for some biblical shit, mm. which is my favorite kind of horror. So I'm like I'm in like 100. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, but um, I love the fact that that's his first line because it's weird. He's it the way he says that line, he starts it on like an offbeat almost. Because you don't expect it. Yeah. It's like he doesn't wait for, like, like the doctor says something. He doesn't wait for the next beat where you would expect him to talk. Yeah, exactly. He says it on, like, an offbeat. Right. So it catches you really off guard. Yeah, there's, like, and no awesome. time for you to take a breath in yeah, between, like. Yeah, yeah. a pale fucking horse. It's like, a pale it's fucking really horse. Quickly, like, yeah. Like, it's so good. It's yeah, that's so actually good. a really good point. It's a, it's a good did way. Did you notice of, that? when you... I did, but I it, that's a good way of articulating it. Yeah. Like, it's, a, like, you know. It makes sense to us, like musically. musicians. Yeah, like you're th- you're waiting for the next downbeat, well, but he comes. I'm just a singer, but oh well, yeah, but <laughs> uh, it, it, you're waiting for the downbeat for him to come in, and he comes in on the uh, end. Yeah, you know? yeah, on the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so exactly it's, it it's cool. Um, and that. Ooh, there it is. Ooh, 
<laughs> Sorry, this Bud Light for some strange reason is just killing me tonight. Um, yeah, no, it's doing uh, me a kindness. It was awesome, and that was like the first part. Was like, I love this character. He's yeah. amazing. And after that is when he goes to jail or whatever, and he just he's basically like offing them one by one, essentially. Like he's like collecting them, if you will. Speaking of offing, can I just bring up something real quick? Yeah. Is he not the Scottish Nick Offerman? Oh, I could totally see it. Yeah. He looks just like Nick Offerman, dude. They could be they could be brothers. Yep. Yep. I'd love to see them in a in something together. A wood woodworking class? A woodworking I'd like to take a woodworking class <laughs> from Liam Cunningham and Nick Offerman. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's uh, just... yeah, it's uh, in the whole uh the uh, um like his method too, the the whole the thing with the matches. Mm-hmm. Like he almost uses the matches in a um, sort of a voodoo voodoo doll kind of way. You know what I mean? Like when like he snaps it, the match, every match in his matchbook basically represents a character. Right. And whenever he either strikes it or snaps it in half, or like one time he pushes one through his hand, or the collection starts basically right, right. is when the shit starts for a certain character. Yeah. And it's awesome, mm-hmm. and I love it. Um. So this is this is what I got out of it. He's he's the devil, <clears throat> clearly. Yeah, I don't think that he's the fourth horseman. I think that he sort of represents it, but I do believe that he is like the devil. Um, and this is my theory about <clears throat> the whole thing. Uh, did you notice? Did you notice that the the town that they're in is completely empty? Yeah, there is nobody else. It is silent. Mm-hmm. It is dark. There is nobody else there. The only people that exist in this world are people with sin. So is it uh, like purgatory? It's purgatory. Okay, it's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Like mm-hmm. it's it's purgatory. Yeah, and so they're they've all... they're there awaiting judgment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so this is when the devil comes up to claim his souls, mm-hmm. and this is exactly where this is because he they... even he even says something about heaven at one point in time. Well, they um, they actually have the. So is he? Is he the devil? I think like, he's the devil. Because yeah. he's, he's Cellbox he actually, Six, dude. Because he it's, uh, yeah, represents he, the devil. Because he actually gives the kid an opportunity to uh, and absolve he says, himself. I don't normally do this, but I will let you. Almost because like, oh. he saw like you're not completely mine. Right. I'm gonna give you this out, sort of like, it, yeah. It's and yeah. it, it base and the way that he comes across it. I kind of love this take on the whole devil character. Is that he's not a bad guy. Like he's really not. He goes, cause he talks about how he was cast out from heaven yeah. at one point in time. He goes, yeah. I was cast out this and that, but it's, but he, he comes across like even down here, I can still do good by getting rid of you guys. So right. he almost comes off as righteous. Like he really does. He's still an angel, but he was cast out of heaven. So he's yeah. doing what he can in hell. And there's still rules. Yeah. Like exactly. there's not, he's not just, you know, and so he's not he, just dragging so if people that to kid, hell. If the kid can redeem himself, he was giving him the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. It's and, and I, I really, really love that. It's not just the horns, <clears throat> demons, hellfire, devil that you're used to. Like this is sort of like an empathetic devil, yeah. and I love that that take on the character. At the very end, the sergeant quotes Deuteronomy thirty two twenty two. I did some fucking research here. Of course you did. Right? Uh, He actually quotes it, and uh, uh, Deuteronomy is basically about reinstating the laws of God, which fits the theme of the movie. Mm -hmm. You know, people paying for their sins. It's like, you know, you'll come like, these are the laws of God. 
you will pay for your sins if you break the laws. That's, yeah. The whole thing is like reintroducing them and re restating that this is how the law of the land is. And the sergeant says that when he's going on his killing spree because he's the sergeant oh. turns out to be a complete fuckwad himself and has a dude chopped up in his freezer. Which came out of nowhere. I completely forgot about that. One dude chopped up in his freezer, another one dead in his bed. Yeah. Uh, but it, it turns out he's actually part of basically a like a religious cult in a way. He said that he said that he was like the a, a follower of um um he, he doesn't like specifically say it's a cult or anything like mm-hmm. that. Well, he but does he, say that he's a he, Christian man. He does say that he believes in God. Well, and that, all was, that, but... that was that was veiled though. That was like that was that was a a veil. Okay. It's it's almost like they're it's almost like they're um. Because he, he doesn't come out, he doesn't come right out and say we're a cult, but he does say that he's part of a, uh, he's part of a... An order or something? An order, yeah. yeah. Like, okay. who, they're trying to reinstate the, um, like, reinstate the the rule of God as they see it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Okay. And they see it as more like, uh, I guess, like, I don't know, Old Testament God than they do anything else. Like it's a, it's okay. it's brutal okay. and it's and it's built on violence and it's well you know that, what would, I mean? that makes sense for his and character. So that's what he's doing is like when he he's walking around the precinct blowing people away with a shotgun. Oh, he's but so he's, badass. But he's quoting, he's he's quoting Deuteron- scripture the entire Deuteronomy. time. Yeah, yeah. And he's wrapped in barbed wire and stuff. It's so gnarly looking. But um, yeah, also a complete psychopath. Also, I just want to say when he dies. It's the coolest scene ever where they the uh, Pollyanna takes a battering ram to his face oh, and completely mm-hmm. caves in his face. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Neither no, was I. Nothing in the movie up to that point had been... I, I mean, there's still, like some pretty violent stuff in the oh, movie. Oh, yeah. The whole, whole but, movie's pretty violent. But not like that. That was a that straight was up close-up of, of, of a face ones, caving yeah. in. That was, that was some like irreversible uh, fire hydrant scene kind of stuff. Yeah. But I, only like... 15% of it. I um did you notice too? Here's a little bit of trivia for you. Did you notice that they kept uh focusing in on a missing kids picture? I did, yeah. That was the kid in the in the sergeant's house. Okay. I that's kind of what I figured. Makes sense, right? <clears throat> so he had been gone for a while. Mhm. Hmm. Okay. The kid in the freezer. Oh, the kid in the freezer, not the yeah. one in the bed. Okay. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I, the character of Six, he's one of my favorite, like, sort of, like, devil characters ever, next to, like, uh, Liam Neeson, is it, yeah, Liam Neeson in, uh, the Prophecy movies, as, like, my favorite devil. Liam Neeson in the Prophecy it, was, it was Liam Neeson, wasn't it? No. The Prophecy? No, Chris, no, no, Christopher I'm sorry, Walken. No, 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 Christopher Walken was an angel. No, it was, um, Viggo Mortensen. Viggo oh, Mortensen yeah, yeah, Mortensen in the Prophecy, I'm wow. sorry. I haven't watched those movies in a while. We should do them, I've been wanting to rewatch really them. Good. They're great. But yeah, Viggo Mortensen as the devil in the prophecy movies is probably my favorite uh, version of the devil because he's so like suave. And I don't want to say unassuming, but he's like, he's like, he's exactly how I would picture the devil in like human form. Yeah. And he's amazing. Yeah. And I, if, if six is supposed to be the devil, I love, I love his demeanor. I love Mm. everything about him. I think he's great. He's like the, uh, he's like a cross between like Hannibal Lecter Gene Reno <laughs> and the devil. I don't know. Like, like do he reminds say, me of all of those things. I don't know. At this point in your life, do you say that name wrong just because? Jean, it's Jean Reno. <laughs> I know how you say his name. It's Gene Reno. It's, I've always, it's how I've always said his name. <laughs> but you sound stupid when you it's, say it's, it like that. Jean, it's Jean Reno. I know. I know. 
I'm very well aware of how to say his name. Old Gene Reno. Old Gene Reno. <laughs> I'm so American. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, this everything about this is great. And um, since we're getting to the end here, we can't not talk about the black slime that takes over everything to hell at the end. Yeah. It's so badass. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect that at all. That was like a really cool effects part that I just didn't see coming in this movie. Yeah. It's like almost like Venom. It looked like, like Venom's symbiote body it, it was, taking over everything. It was everything. fibrous. It almost looked like hair. It yeah, reminded me. Yeah, sort of. It reminded me of like, uh, you'll probably hate this this reference actually, but it reminded me of like Jay, like uh, like the Grudge. No, I see what you're saying. One hundred percent. Where there I, were like certain scenes where the you know the the ghost's hair will grow over. I'm, I'm losing my voice. <laughs> Shut up. The go the the ghost hair will like grow over yeah. the person's body or something like that, but it, it looked a lot like that. It was really it cool. was really really cool though. I loved it a lot. So, so I guess just to end it then, as far as your theories go, so um, I, we won't get into Pollyanna Pollyanna Macintosh's Macintosh Macintosh her full backstory. Yeah, because I think that people should just watch this movie and and see what that's all about. But so he's kind of. He's kind of uh, fixated on her. He's kind of like uh, he's sort of obsessed with her in a way. He's he he says he's been watching her her mm-hmm. entire life because he realizes that she's a fighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's got she's, a, she's got a pretty shitty past. She's we'll not. That. He said he said I didn't see you as a victim. I saw you as a survivor. Yeah. And and it's almost like. It's almost like he's, he's recruiting a new Grim Reaper or something like that. Not, not at all of, though. Like he you wants, don't think so? he he wants. So if he's the dark and she's the light, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to bring her into the darkness. Like it's almost like he wants. But that's what I'm saying though. He like, wants that. He wants that light to be to balance him out. You know what I mean? I guess. It, but the whole I don't, point I don't, is I don't, that I don't, she I don't, has like a. a dark streak in her though that's what's why he likes her yeah you know she has survived because she's strong because she's not afraid to you know but she also has a like she has a she has a dark past because she has been victimized but she hasn't she herself has not done anything wrong true you know what i mean yeah i don't know so it's weird. i don't so it's, it, i like, guess i don't really know how to take her character especially at the end when he recruits her like what position is it's she not, he's feeling? not even recruiting her he's like he's literally in love with her so he's like, oh, he does kiss her at the end, doesn't yeah. he? Like, yeah, yes. so he's like, be my, the yin to my yang, basically. And it's like, give us a kiss. Be the poly to my Macintosh. Come on now, give it, <laughs> come on, come on, love, give us a kiss. I'm, I'm Windows, <laughs> your, your Apple. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, I think, it's, I think it's, it's definitely something like that, yeah. I'd like to, uh, this is one of those ones, this is one of those movies that I think we could probably talk about for a while. We could, yeah. And there, I'm sure, like, I'd like There's to... There's more to it than I think you thought yeah, on the surface. I didn't, uh, well, I knew it was, I knew that there was a lot to it. I just, yeah. a lot well, of times I, with movies like you, this, I'll actually go on and see what other people have talked about yeah, online. I, I, I didn't do that with I this had, one, neither so did I. I'll be interested to go I on had, and see what I had seen this movie before, I actually own it, and I'd watched it a while back. I think I might have even touched on it in one of our pre-format episodes mm-hmm. but um yeah like it's uh it's good like it's um it's definitely there's more to it than what's on the surface yeah there's definitely de- a, a deeper meaning at least in what you can get from it you know in, in terms of story yeah um and i think it's great i think that everybody should watch it and mm-hmm. uh it's free on was it on uh, is it on amazon or it's on uh it's on one of the streaming sites for sure uh, Vo- uh Hulu? No, no voodoo, voodoo we watched incubus i think it's on netflix 
Is it on Netflix? Netflix? Here, you look it up. Yeah, I will. Um, yeah, I think that uh, you know when he when he kisses her at the end. I think that you're absolutely right about it. it's like the ying to ying to his yang, but and, and like being that what I was saying before, how the devil is sort of a sympathetic character in this, in that he's sympathetic in the in the sense that he's not all bad, you know, like mm-hmm. he still wants to do good, but he's doing what he can from hell. It would make sense that he wants somebody by his side that evens it out a little bit. Right. That would act, that actually makes sense to the mythology of of the story, right? Um, uh, Shutter. Shutter. That's where it's on. Okay. So, uh, Shutter. It's so five. It's, it's five dollars a month. Get it. Uh, we really it's totally we, worth it. We really should have a sponsorship by them by by now. Yeah. Three years of singing Shutter's praises, and hey, next week you can get Joe Bob's Christmas special. So yeah. So just get it. It's five dollars a month. I got a lot to do next weekend. It's a 48, 48 hour movie crypt marathon. It's so a, it's Joe Bob's. Come on. So you. So this this year for the uh, we're done with uh, yeah yeah yeah, Pray, yeah right? we're done Watch so it. this year are you you're actually gonna try and stay up for the full forty eight hours yeah, of the uh, if, the Adam um, Green if you guys are if, if any of you listeners are familiar with the movie crypt which is uh, Adam Green and Joe Lynch's podcast mm-hmm. it's fantastic you should absolutely be listening to it they do every year a forty eight hour marathon which uh, basically they stay awake and they live broadcast for forty eight straight hours. And the whole idea is they do it for charity for a Yorkie dog rescue because Yorkies is kind of like their thing. Uh, Adam Green has no Adam Green has a Yorkie and it like got him through just some the way you dark said times. that was Yorkies is their so, thing. And his dog is like their mascot, so that's why they do it. Yorkies but, is um, my thing, dude. Yorkies is their thing. Yorkies so is my thing. Their whole thing is we stay awake so they don't get put to sleep. Is there is there a catchphrase for the whole thing? Wasn't but they sweet. have uh, they have like they do, they do commentaries. They have guests that come on. They do li- lots of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never actually been able to stay awake for the entire thing. But um, I'm going to this. I'm going to this year. Do it. I'm going to do it. So it's Friday, which sucks. It's going to be longer than 48 hours for me because I have to work all day Friday. So <laughs> Just make sure you call me periodically so I can hear how miserable I'm, you are. I'm, I'm considering doing power naps if there's a segment coming up that I know I'm not going to be a huge fan of. Well, no. I might like power nap for an hour and no, set, no, no, set no, an no. alarm. That's bullshit. We'll see. If you're going to do it, just do it. Well, then you got to come over here and do it with me. That, no. that, that, that sounded just just <laughs> terrible. Bring the candles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah, that's my next weekend, so we'll see. Uh, before we go, though, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about our sponsor for this week. Definitely. Our sponsor this week is Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash Podcast and pick yourself up a free 30-day membership. Plus, you get a free credit for any book in the entire library, which is thousands upon thousands of books. Yeah. Uh, this week, uh, because we talked about it earlier in the news, we're going to recommend going to pick up From a Buick 8, which is the uh, Stephen King novel that is being adapted uh, in conjunction with Thomas Jane. Um, so if you've never read it, this is the perfect opportunity to go and get it and uh, catch up on it before the adaptation comes out. I, I plan on doing that myself. Uh, because I seem to be behind on the whole Stephen King novel to adaptation thing. And if you're a busy man like Michael and you can't sit down and so read busy. an entire novel, then uh, you pick or, one up on Audible and you get to listen to it while you're going about your business every day. Or if you're like me and you can't read, it's a perfect alternative. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so head over to audibletrial.com slash the buzzed kill podcast, pick up a free 30 day membership, and get yourself a free book. If at any point in time during that 30 days you want to cancel, go ahead. You still get to keep 
the free book. So and it's every, a great deal. And every sign up helps out the show uh, more than you think. Helps so, us uh, immensely. Helps us keep this thing going. So, it does. Uh, it does. Keeps, so, the, uh, keeps the wheels a turning. <laughs> keeps them greased, baby. So The wheels on the Buick Gate. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> so, right. See how that came around? All right. So, hey, that's, uh, that's it for this week, yeah? Yes. So being that we are recording this on Monday, and, and we're going to be releasing this on Monday... Right? Uh, uh, no, no. Only if we release it in the next it's, two it's minutes. Three, two minutes to twelve. <laughs> so we'll not. It'll be released on Tuesday, very, very early. But uh, yeah, so we're going to figure out what we're going to do for next week. We're going to hopefully get back on track and record in two days. So right. we'll have to figure out what we're going to do. Um, It'll be some, something simple, probably yep. just one movie. Yeah, so. we can get back on track, but we'll figure it out and uh, we'll let you guys know when we do. And uh, yeah. So uh, keep an eye on our socials, and we'll let you know what we're doing for next week. By the way, those socials are Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. Once again, check out the Audible Trial at audibletrial.com slash the Buzzkill Podcast. And you can also still check out Jay if you go to oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. Oh, Jay. I miss it, right? Yeah. We're gonna keep plugging them though. It's just not the same. Check out Ocean Recording Studio, and if you got a if you got a recording project, even if you're if if you're in California, come on over. Do it. Come on over. We'll we'll welcome you with a beer. You can even sleep and, on, a, and you, a smile. You can sleep on Jay's couch. Absolutely, you can. We're offering that up to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might not appreciate that. But <laughs> all right, that's it for this week. I think uh, all things considered, with the power outage and everything, taking the training wheels off. Hey, man. Not not a bad trial by fire, right? Yeah, but don't know if that applies to this, but sure, why not? <laughs> All, All right, right, sir. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Try to have a good night.